<laughs> I was like, what does that mean? You're like, ah, da, da, da. Jazz. Jazz, man, it's jazz. You're the one that started it. Yeah, but I can edit myself out. Oh, jerk. Um, I realized I created an issue for myself immediately because we just got gr groceries. So then I washed my hands and I put lotion on. And now I have a condensating, this meaning this can is going to be so incredibly slippery. <laughs> just pray that I don't drop it all over myself. It's a, a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, I usually will go in at the, t the top there and then a pinky at the bottom. Welcome to things that don't matter. Oh, yes. Opinions that don't matter. How rude. Rude. No, take no, it I'm back. I'm just kidding. I take it back fully. That was rude. So it has officially, summer has begun. I'm schwitzing. Sh I'm schwitzing. Uh, hence why I'm wearing my uh, palm tree shirt. Yeah. New podcast name, Schwitzing and Kibitzing Ooh, with Sean and Katie. That's good. I like it. Oy, my back is tired. Hey. <laughs> schwitzing I don't know what else to talk about, but. I like it. I could complain. Yeah, but who's listening? I don't know. I I don't mind when people whine. Yeah, I would I would listen to. Oh, my friend Marissa Ross on Instagram used to have wine all the time. Oh, but it was because she drank wine. But there's a lot of good puns with wine. There's let's whine about it. Mm -hmm. Not that that's a pun, but you know, a play on words. Yeah, yeah. Let's whine about. It. What was the one we saw uh, in your hometown? I actually don't know what you're talking about. It was at that store. It was in the window next to the co-working space. Oh. They had a wine slogan on it. Oh, it was like that, the sewing place? The, uh, the quilting? Yeah, so place? and so. <laughs> so and so. <laughs> but um, bump. I don't remember what it said. So, okay, sorry, well. I can't help you there. You started something and I. Let's give the audience a little update, shall we? Oh. Drum roll, please. A little bit more, please. I think I'm doing a pretty good drum roll. It's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> uh, it's 85 degrees in the house, so if I'm uh, melting, if I look like a crayon. Oh, it's, it's like back when we started when you would just sweat. That's how you know we've gone a full year, a full cycle wow. of seasons in California, if you will. I mean, I don't even want to touch your hands because mine are pretty gross. So I know. I'm going to put my arm on the table. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, you guys, we had, it's only for a few days, luckily. I mean, knock on wood. We, okay, also. Did we already say opinions that don't matter? I'm Katie or Sean. Did we do that? No, we just did. Or you did. That's good. Hey, we're back. Howdy doody, folks. We're back. Back in the New York groove. See how cool my chick is? Yeah, I got the baddest girl in the business. Back in the podcast groove. Yeah. If you know that song, It means you're you listening know. to our playlist because we listen to it like five million times on our way to and from Washington. I do such a bad job of promoting, but um, I do have a Spotify playlist going for us. Two. Too. I haven't gotten into it. I apologize, mainly because if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't happen. Also, it's songs that I play around the house all the time. It's true. So you actually hear it. You just all don't. All the time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Opinions That Don't Matter, Volume 1 and Volume 2 on Spotify. I'll put a link Get in the description. Get it now. It's actually a fun, they're fun playlists. You did a good job. Some may say that I'm a DJ. Some might not say that, but some might no say. No one said it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I should create one or be a part of it because we have very we have a very different flavor and taste of music yeah yeah of course yours would be the uh vastly more popular but mine is more esoteric and i don't know if I it'd be popular or not popular just depends on what people like yeah give a peep give the people what they want yeah i i i should mix it up a little bit um and like have a hip-hop playlist or mm, rock playlist hip -hop classic and rock. you don't stop you know, i don't actually like a playlist chamber just, music playlist if you will i like more mood playlists like Playlist for sleeps. Okay. Playlist for kicking ass. So, and playlist 
for chilling out. That's pretty much Josh Groban all the time. No. Falling asleep, kicking ass, no. and chilling out. No. Josh Groban. No. No? No. It's called I'm My Mother. Oh. I feel like she would listen to Josh Groban, but I actually don't know if she, It's like smooth, soft rock of adult contemporary persuasion. Welcome to Easy Jazz 103.5. <laughs> Today's playlist will include such hits as... I don't know. <laughs> oh, also, FYI, these are not alcoholic beverages. No, this is mock alcohol. Yeah, mock, mocklet. Mock, mocklet. <laughs> Does anybody watch Friends? And remember uh, when she had to make things out of mocklet, Monica, because she's a chef. Yeah. In the show, this is called So Beer. Or it's actually sober, pretty good, but like So Beer, yeah, mm -hmm. Immuno Boost. Anyways, it's a we're potential a brand deal. We're trying them out. <laughs> we're seeing if they're any good. This is. Uh, like a hopped flavored version of mine's water. To, mine's for work. It's supposed to help with focus. Oh. Do you feel focused after your first sip? And ashwagandha and beta glucan and B vitamins. <laughs> Beverages seem a little <laughs> complex these days. This one is a non-alcoholic, light, refreshing lager beer. Mm. And um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, we'll let you know if we like zinc it. Zinc and riboflavin. They taste good. And they're not crazy sugary, which I appreciate because I don't like it when my teeth wear sweaters. I know people love that flavor, that feeling. And like some people are like, never diet soda, always full sugar or juice or whatever. I just, I will have to brush my teeth immediately. Who wants, who says they like that feeling? I think people like the full, the regular, like a lot of people are like, I don't like fake sugars oh, flavor. Yeah, the so taste. they want the real sugar flavor, Yeah, which to me, sure, I like it. But I just can't have my teeth wearing sweaters. Sweater teeth. Yeah, like yeah. kitten mittens. And if you know what I'm talking about, it means you've experienced it Now before. you know, baby. If you don't, if you know, then you know. If uh. you don't know, now you know, baby. <laughs> well, I said if you know, right. then you know. So I was like, doesn't really work. Last week, I told everyone that Katie was the uh, the best person in the hip hop game. This week, I'm not so sure if mm -hmm. my uh, A&R, my mm -hmm. record label will be signing you after that last misstep. That's fair. Yeah. I'm going to take to dance anyways. Oh. Ba -da, da -da. <laughs> I could see that. I it could work. That. It could Your work. Your shoulder pop. Do that. Shoulder cool. dance. So what are we talking about this week? Well, let's get into it. Um, Honestly, I don't really know. I've, I've kind of been in a funk this week. It might have something to do with the heat because when the heat gets turned up, I get grouchy because it's just uncomfortable. And we put a bid on a, a home, an offer in, and we got outbid again. I'm trying to remain positive, you guys, but sometimes you just want to scream into a pillow or punch somebody in the face. And, and I, I don't know, maybe both. <laughs> okay, well, duly noted. Uh, I didn't know you were feeling that way, but how um, are you feeling? Oh, I'm resigned Let's to. Check in. I'm resigned to this apartment. I think this is. I was born here. I'm oh my god! My this is here. the <laughs> hospital where I was born, and the coffin or graveside where I'll be buried. Yeah, I'm gonna be here forever. That's, That's kind of how I'm feeling about depressing. this. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I'm, you know what? I, I, I've taken the emotion out of the game. I look at them on Zillow, but I know that it's just uh, it's house porn. You're, you're never really gonna get it. You're just gonna look at it. <laughs> That's depressing. Also, it really is. I mean, I, I think for me, I think I'm just frustrated. Yeah. And I just am gonna let myself feel it. Yeah, for sure. Feel so. all the feels, Katie. As well, you you're just like, I just ignore them completely and stuff them away. Well, <laughs> it's just a house picture on Zillow. Really, at the end of the day, if we get it, we get it. But I know we did. We made the commitment. We talked to the lender. We talked mm -hmm. to the realtors. 
you know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not too worried about it. The right house will come along, but it may not be this month. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it happens before the heat wave happens. Yeah. Although they have worse heat there in summer, so. It's true, but they have air conditioning. What's the old saying out of the uh, California into the Texas? Out of the frying pan into the fire? Because that place is hot in summer and humid. Is that the saying? Yeah, out of the frying pan into the fire. From California to Texas? No, I was just... Oh, like applying a saying to that. Yeah. I don't know, but I think out of the hot box apartment with no central air into the central air. Air conditioning. Right, right, right. Yeah. That in and of itself, I don't care where I am or what temperature it is outside. If it's only like 72 to 75 in my home. Speaking of temperature. Cool as a cucumber. Oh, cool as a cucumber. Mm -hmm. Speaking of cucumbers and being cool, Mm -hmm. our fridge. um, Katie discovered our fridge. Okay, so I'm going to set it up real quick. Uh, we bought a new fridge a couple of years ago because the old one was pretty bad. Well, the old one was the one they give you in your apartment. If anybody's an apartment go out there, you know they give you like the shittiest, oldest fridge ever. It was pretty tired. They like hot glued the seal onto yeah. the edge. So we replaced it. We got a new fridge and this thing was wonderful or is wonderful, but excuse me, um, we kept getting pestered by the company who makes it. Amana. Uh, yeah. We're calling you out. Well, every day I was getting a phone call and that's a little excessive for a fridge. Phone calls, emails, things in the mail. They Get wanted... your warranty now. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Warranty's running out. The warranty's going to be gone soon. And it was every day, which I thought was excessive. And Sean's like, is this thing going to explode the second the warranty runs out? That's what sure, he started to think. Sure enough, the warranty, we stopped getting the calls mm, about a month ago. Like I thought it was much longer than that. No. We've had it for years. I know. About a month ago, I stopped getting the phone calls. I think he's being dramatic. You can finish the story. <laughs> you're so offended. No, I'm not offended. If, you, if you're watching the video, you know I'm smiling. If, you if haven't you're mentioned it to me in like a year. That's yeah. why I was like, I don't think it's been that Well, because I have recent. a phone that catches spam now. So it just goes to spam, but you can oh. still listen. Oh. And it's some person, Amana, Plana, Canal, Lama, Panama. Lama, ding dong. Um, Anyway, the other day, because I don't know if anybody else has this, but in your fridge, for some reason, they make the things out of glass and plastic, which doesn't, to me, make, doesn't make any sense. But around the edges is pla- a plastic frame. And, and this is for the shelving within your fridge. The glass is the shelf itself and the plastic holds it up. Well, our two top shelves have cracked along the edges. The plastic, not the glass. Yes. And we've noticed it. And and we're like, Ugh, and I'll see it kind of crack a little more. And I'm like, okay, let's take like the milk off of there because it's the heaviest. Let's put it in the door or put it on another shelf. And then the top shelf cracked. And just the other night, so they both have cracks. And I've looked and they're like, oh, it's okay. And I've pulled the whole, at the time when we first noticed the crack, I pulled the whole shelf out and looked at it and was like, yeah. we're good. But then the other night, I don't know if we'd just gotten groceries. I think we might have. But we'd finished dinner. We were putting stuff away. And I was like, honey, I think the top, shelf is going to collapse soon <laughs> there were plastic bits so it's cracked in like three places and the entire bottom of the back edge of the shelf the plastic, hanging on the plastic that was holding the glass is like hanging d- down like a like a stray hair out of a ponytail just yeah. hanging there and then the front one is like a part like you can see the corner of the glass. And this I was, like, was so Holy dramatic. Fuck no. This was like a car teetering off the edge of a bridge. Well, I was just like, I don't want the glass to shatter into our. Gr- that was what I was thinking. Although I know it's tempered, and tempered glass is not supposed to shatter. It's supposed mm-hmm. to just crack. Whatever. But um, but anyway, I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And it's like eleven o'clock at night. Of course, we're getting ready for bed. Um, so we take everything off of that shelf, 
And then Sean's like, I'll look at it in the morning. And then I have to order two new shelves. So we had to pay cash to order those shelves. They're like $100. Yeah, it was $127 a piece. And for I was the like, shelf. how much was, like, was that warranty? <laughs> yeah. Oops. You mean the warranty? I told the guy to fuck off and I hung up on him. I told him, him to shove it up and roll yeah. it real tight. What do I need a warranty for <laughs> in a fridge? Shouldn't you, you make a head? quality product, you dirtbag? Yeah. They, I think they time it just right. Anyways, so. So we had that. It was no chicken juice scenario all a. You know, but like a year ago, two hundred and sixty bucks later for two I don't shelves. Think it was quite that much. I think it was like two thirty. Okay, two thirty. Um, I think that that's a little excessive considering the fridge is you know like. Also, what? we just need the plastic. Right, I didn't need new glass. But I couldn't find any way to just get the shelf. They're frame. running a racket. Yeah, so if you're out there making those shelves, take that money to the bank, man. Yeah. It's not like a rap video where the rapper is spreading the cash like this. It's actually a refrigerator salesman. <laughs> right? <laughs> Driving a Lamborghini, you oh know, just crushing it. Anyway, so, and I even looked on eBay. For those of you who don't know me, I love eBay. And I looked on eBay for used ones, but people still, for, for the ones that you were insured would fit, because I wasn't about to like check all the measurements and make sure that it lines up to glide into the actual form that they've put into our fridge. Um even for those, they were like eighty dollars. Hmm. Scam. And that could have, yeah, for plastic. Such the bracket, a scam. The, what did it cost them? Two dollars to make the bracket. I know it's like plastic mold. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Anyways, that's uh, you could have bought a new bracket if that was all that had broke. Those were like eight dollars, but because we needed the whole shelf. This episode's been brought to you by Home Depot, where you can get all your fridge parts that you need mm, at a premium Depot. price. Total uh, premium. Definitely get that. Actually, where did we warranty. get it from? It was some kind of like, it wasn't even Amana itself because I was like, fuck them and their stupid warranty. Amana, a plana, a canal, Panama. And a broken fridge. Instead, I got it from like guaranteed, you know, whatever warehouse. And I was like, cool. No pun intended. Cool. Cool, dude. Yeah. Keep it cool, man. Anyway, so Chill out. then we pulled off the, to finish the story, which I know you are just on the edge of your seat, is the morning after... I washed it up, dried it, and Sean put uh, some fabric tape on it to hold it together. So right now it looks a little uh, jinky, a little jinky, a little uh, shitty in there. It looks like we can't really afford the. Fr- it looks like our old fridge a little bit. Um, it's getting there. It's getting there. Anyway, and we're just waiting. It shipped the other day. It's it's guaranteed by Monday. So we'll keep you guys up to date with this. I know uh, you again. I know you're waiting on the edge of your seat. You're probably asking yourself, "My God, will the fabric tape hold?" My God, what color is said fabric tape? It's black. Oh, well, I guess they're not asking themselves that question anymore. <laughs> well, we'll some keep you updated, though. Some questions we can answer easily. To whether it'll hold. Yeah. Yeah. Will the tape hold? <laughs> huh, huh, what happened? <laughs> oh, I, I missed podcast. it. Oh, so terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I do have something interesting to share. I don't know if you guys will find this stuff interesting. I'm going to call this fun things I learn today. Is this replacing grinds my gears? Are well, we I, turning a new leaf? I actually have a grinds my gears. Oh, okay. But it's not really a it's big one. It's not me, is it? It is you, actually. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person that I see. Um, anyways, the things I learn... I did a yoga class today because my low back started aching when I woke up. Because if you're 37 or older, such as myself, you understand my pain. You know how you know you're uh, you're getting old? You've hurt yourself sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. 
the original joke was you hurt yourself fucking like you you like <laughs> we joked with our friend joe i think we've already told that story i don't know if we have i think he pulled a muscle in his hamstring or something we're like you know you're getting old when it's a funny joke um however in this case it was i hurt myself just relaxing and i woke up and i was like uh it didn't hurt like a sharp pain but it ached like that my low back on the right side was like uncomfortable and i was like i'm gonna theragun it out because i got sean a theragun for his birthday and we cannot get enough of the Theragun. I tuned you up real good this weekend. You did. I spent probably mm, like, an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, I don't think that much. Oh, Maybe yeah. like 20 minutes. Because you're not so, you can't do it that long. It, won't, it like starts to tickle and be weird. Katie, it was a full body. I went like it was. from the back of your head to your arm, to your knee, to your foot. I did everything. I know you did. I just didn't think it was an hour because you, like some of it, I was like, oh, it kind of tickles. Like move along. Remember like my calves? It's weird. I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean. We, we, there is an app and we have downloaded it. Okay. Back to the story. We're getting off track. So anyway, so I look through, you guys know I love poweryoga.com. Brian Kest is my man. That is where I used to go to yoga before, sadly, the June in 2019 the studio closed and i'm still very upset about it anyways so i pay for his 15 dollars a month whatever for my yoga and today because brian is on vacation or probably teaching classes or i don't know doing something um isn't that a life that yoga instructors have, have he's had a really cool life he gets to go to places like bali and yeah. costa rica all the time uh if you'd like to sign up for my yoga retreat we're going to uh, an exotic place called barstow california but There's i will say trees. that we know when you travel for work it is not the same unless you're able to take time after to like not be working do you know what i mean Oh, for sure, for sure. Because like you have to be on, and people are expecting you to do your thing. Post on Instagram about how awesome sure your life is. He can do it in his sleep. But anyways, that's not the point. So Mike Nader is another teacher that I used to see back at the when the studio on Second was still going, and he's a physical therapist. And so I always enjoyed his like yoga flows. Really difficult for me. Like Dan's a little bit easier and more like depends on how I feel. But Mike's really difficult, but it always feels good. Like. Is this sound weird, but like my neck will pop or something will release. And I'm like, oh, that's so much better. Because I think he just knows how to position you, like to tell you to make it the most effective. So he had one today, just posted today that said healthy back. I was like, sold. Good start. 58 minutes. I click on it and he teaches me and everybody, but um, this is me making it personal, teaches me an amazing trick. So I want you to sit on your knees. Me? Well, everybody. Okay. But you don't have to do it now because you have to like, you know, when you, you sit on your feet kind of and your bent knees are bent. Yes. And you're sitting up yep. like this. If my legs were tucked under me. It's called chicken crow pose. Mm, no, it's not. But anyway, so you're sitting on your feet, like your butt is on your heels. We're relaxed. Yes. I want you to. Come up onto all fours. So you're on your knees and your hands are down. Your arms are straight. Now move your right leg, your knee up. To your elbow? No, there's two or three inches in front of your left knee. Katie? Yes? I don't want to alarm you, but I can feel sweat coming down the small of my back. So it's the yoga plus the the temperature in our house right now. Okay, so so anyways, we're on all fours. We move our right knee up. (laughs) Okay, stop it. A few inches in front, and then push into child's pose. So you push back on, so your hands are straight out in front. And I want you to make sure your hips don't sway to one side or the other, because they're going to want to, because your knees are off kilter. And you're like, well, you lean back, put your butt towards your heels, and reach your hands forward. And sweet mother of fucking God, if my low back didn't go. 
And then you do the other where the left is up and yeah. the right is back. So you put the right back in line, then put the left up a little, do it again. And he says he has his patients because he's a physical therapist. When they ever complain of low back, because sitting a lot, he says, especially now. Oh, yeah. He says he does it every day. And I... I'm going to do that. And I think it was amazing. I hope I did a good job explaining that. I hope everyone uh, at home rewinds this segment and yeah. plays it over and over again. You're supposed to take two or three breaths, like slow breaths, while you're back in that child child's pose kind of thing on top. But child's pose, traditionally, you put your knees wide and put your chest between your knees. This, we're put, keeping our knees where they are, just going back onto our feet. I'm not going to lie. I wish I did yoga more often. One, I don't like to do it in my house. That would be weird. I, I don't like it either, but, but I do it. I know because you're dedicated to your practice. I am not dedicated to your practice, nor am I dedicated <laughs> to my practice. Therefore, I don't go to yoga as often as I should. However, mm -hmm. with that said, nothing feels better than getting done with yoga. Yeah, your body is like doing it. Not so much. Like my neck, my lower back, my arms, everything feels so much better. Yeah, it's really and, and you're you get that runner's high kind of euphoria. Yeah, because what Brian calls it high on your own supply because it's air. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We went to an event, uh, I don't know, a year and a half ago, and it was a dinner party as only Los Angeles can be. I'm sure there's other places around the world where this happens. Ago. Okay. Yeah. And they had someone who is a breathing coach there. Oh. Now, everyone was lovely. It was really a fun evening, but it was it was interesting because- I'm taking my socks off if people wonder what I'm doing. It's uh, contagious. I, I know. I did the that one. I did the Sean method, but this one, I just used my hand. Oh, okay. Did you have a preference? No. Okay. So we went to this party and there was a breathing expert and his breathing expert partner. Uh, Girlfriend, actually. But yeah, partner with business also. Yep. Mm -hmm. They were double partnered. Double. <laughs> <laughs> double yoked. Double down on the partnerness. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so we were there and they, they start the party off. We're going to do a breathing exercise. And, and Sean looks at me and I'm like, I'm like oh, submit no. to the process, dude. It's like when we went to that. Remember Carolyn Costin had that party we went to and we had to do <laughs> the chanting. Yeah. And Sometimes it gets a little too woo for me, although I always feel good after it. Yeah. You but feel a little silly up front and you always think, what the actual fuck have I gotten into? Typically when you're around um, more artists. Mm -hmm. uh, it is you'll the artsier the, or the more money even too. Yeah. Sometimes the richer people are the weirder they get. This, this scenario had nothing to do with wealth. It was just artsy people. Yeah. So... The guy who's whole, who's doing the breathing exercise, he's uh, fully tatted, really big. Like fully tatted, like all over his head, you guys. Every, I don't think there was a part of his skin that was not tattooed, which is fine. I have lots of friends that are like heavily tattooed, but it was... To me, it looked like, uh, you know, a hardcore gangster. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, we're like, has he been to prison? Am I going to get robbed? Has he been to prison? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no offense if nope. you have. You probably have good stories to tell. But, he so just this, likes tattoos. He's from Australia. Yeah. He's into breathing. But he talked with a very gentle voice. Mm -hmm. And he was in complete command of the room and stood very still, which is scary to me when people stand still. Mm -hmm. I don't like that at all. I don't trust it. Um, I really liked his girlfriend. She seemed very warm. As he's explaining it, you know, he's trying to be very serious. Okay, we're going to do... You know, thirty ins, forty. <laughs> Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, it was the breath of fire that yeah. we do in yoga. Okay, but but forever. I'm like, laughing forever because he does. sounds just like the guy from Thor Ragnarok, the one who's from New Zealand or wherever. The, the oh, rock guy. Yes, the rock guy. I love the rock guy. I know he's really funny. He I don't has know all his these character name, but yeah, he has great lines in it. You know, mm -hmm. oh, hey, they all buddy. You know, like, <laughs> he does. And so. And he always says silly things. He's like, "Why you got to be upset?" Like he he doesn't. He's like. 
kind of a little daft, but also very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and also yoked and uh-huh. you know, also not covered in tattoos. Man. But, yeah, but uh, rock man. So I was laughing. I couldn't take this guy seriously. It, all I could think about was this character from the movie. Oh, I'd just Ryan seen it. Rock. Yeah, we did just see it around <clears> that time. Anyways. Funny. Uh, I didn't offend him, thankfully, by laughing at him because... You didn't laugh. And everybody felt a little uncomfortable. Like, Candy was there, too. Yeah. And we, I was like, oh, somebody I know, you know? Yeah. And then we, we were, like, involved in this event. But afterward... Well, darn it if I didn't feel really good after hyperventilating for 45 seconds. They're like, hold the breath. For 20 seconds. And yeah, then you I'm hold like, it for a as long, long time, as you can. You know? It was really crazy. I'll and give then, you five seconds maybe and then I'm gasping. But then you're surprised. You're like, ah. you like are. Cold. Starved for oxygen. I don't, I, you're like actually extra oxygenated. Hyper oxygenated. Right. Yeah. Well, anyways, it, I actually liked it. Mm-hmm. And as much as I protest about these things, I actually do enjoy them. Yoga breathing exercises. Those people were lovely. Um, it's just not in my general lifestyle to do a breathing exercise unless I'm running away from a mugger. Or <laughs> no, but it, there are tufts. benefits to it. And I'd read, I forget what I was reading. It was something about anxiety when I was doing work, uh, research for the anxiety workbook that actually be coming out soon. Um, but anyway, we don't expel excess air a lot. We can sometimes breathe in and breathe out in these very shallow patterns. We don't yeah. actually expand. And we know that, right? When you got you're a like, bunch of dirty air sitting in there, you got to- Pretty gotta, much, like stagnant air. got to force it out, Ooh, like a bagpipe. Mm-hmm. And anxious people tend to, like I can even throw myself in that bucket where we tend to even be a smaller portion because we're like, <laughs> you know. And then yeah. sometimes you'd be like, feel like you're gasping, like, <sighs> and it just still doesn't feel good. Um, the reason being is you shouldn't try to breathe in more. You should try to breathe out more because yeah. you've never really, you can never really get all the air out of your lungs. But anyway. One time so, I fell down, Katie, mm-hmm. and I fell so hard you on my back. Uh, yes. And that is not comfortable, but. No. Is that, I wonder if that does I force the air or if that just shocks question. your system so it's not working. Which yeah, one is it? That's a good question. Do we have a medical consultant in the uh, audience? I don't know. Does Sue, well, Sue's our well, science, science lady and she's immunizations and all that and penguin stealing. She's our lady. We need a doctor. Is there a doctor is in the house? a doctor in the house. Let us know about that because I didn't read, mine was more about like the benefits of breathing, which I, I included in the anxiety workbook, but I didn't do as much as I thought I would just because it's already kind of what I knew. You yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes I read things. And I'm like, yeah, that's like four by four breathing, just a different version. Right. If we were playing Balderdash, I think I probably could have pulled the lie off either way. Like, oh, did you know that when you fall on your back you're and you're knocked the air out, you actually expelled all the air? It's a medical it's fact. It's the only way that you can actually expel the air. Mm. I could also argue that your body's just in shock. Yeah. And your system isn't able to breathe for a couple kids, of Because as kids, like I remember I fell off the swings once and knocked the air out of- you know, Balderdash. Balderdash. But- you know, where kids were rough and tumble and like, then I'd be like, I knock, it knocked the air out of me or whatever, you yeah, know. It's no um, fun. No, it isn't. It's super uncomfortable. It's almost like when you jump off swings and it like sends the shock, yeah, like through your feet oh. and up through your legs and you're like, I got the stingers. Ugh. I played mailbox baseball once in my life as Ooh, a kid. That'll give you stingers. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, oh. no, no, no. Bad news. And I think I we only got one, and we quit. We were such <laughs> such ruffians. We're like you we're can gonna... you can really tear up your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Also, you're like messing with someone's property. Uh huh. It's a bad thing. You shouldn't do it. There was a CSI I watched like years ago where a guy it, like really messed him up and ended up like really injuring him. I don't know if it ended up killing him or not, but they kept these kids were driving around knocking people's mailboxes down, and so one of the neighbors put his in cement and filled the thing with cement. 
Oh yeah, sense all that energy. Mm-hmm. That all that energy goes up your arms. And it's got to stop and if somewhere. You're driving by, like, you know what? It would. The energy would go up the baseball bat as you hit the concrete. It would travel up your arms. It would go to my chest, and and then I'd poop myself. <laughs> it would just force all that energy force right out. That energy all the way out. Is that just a U.S. thing and Canadian thing? A North American? Were you going to say a Canadian thing? No, I was just going to say North American, and then I was like, I guess I could say Canada, and then I ended mm. up just saying the way I said it. Do you play uh, mail? What games do you play where you live when you're well, a kid? What are the shenanigans? That that's a game. Yeah. The shenanigan games like uh, Ding Dong Ditch or- Which then graduates to put poop in a bag, set it on set fire. Set on fire, Ding Dong Ditch in a whole new way. Ding Dong Shit. Then there's like crank calling, which oh. we you go through a phase. I think mine was like a month where you just like, we had the phone book because, hey, well, I'm 37. The, the and good you'd like old flip days. And you'd be like, okay, okay, the Heralds. Okay. Hello? You like- Do you have Harold all over? <laughs> but in the good old days, Is you Harry could- there? Harry Butts? <laughs> Is your refrigerator running? You should go catch it. <laughs> you hang up the phone. In the good old days, you could, you know, lightly harass somebody with a crank call mm-hmm. and get away with it. Oh, totally. But then they start coming out like star six, seven, yeah, star and six, then, like, nine. Then uh, whatchamacallit's per ID, uh, color, color ID. ID. Oh, now but, we're all fucked. We only have cell phones. They're gonna I had to go down the you. street and make crank calls. Right. Got a call from, from the payphone. Yeah. Hello. For sure. For sure. Um, Yeah. Tell us what games you play. But I have another idea. Okay. So. For your stories this week, and we'll get into your stories after this, but for your stories this week, I'm curious if we have anybody out there who has one of these scenarios. Just last night, as you know, I love NCIS, and so I was watching NCIS, and Tony Dinozo, one of the main characters, wants, he he has like a, I don't want to, no spoilers for anything, but they always have these life-threatening scenarios. So he has a life-threatening scenario, and he's like re-evaluating his life. And in this reevaluation, he feels bad about Stinky, I think his name is Stinky Steve, he calls him like a kid when he was young, how he hung him on the flagpole by his underwear, like 20 feet in the air. And he's like, he was just a kid, you know, and like, I feel really bad. And so he goes to apologize to Stinky Steve. And when he runs into this dude, this dude is like a big man, like, because they're both grown up, right? They're probably both in their 40s. And there's no way Stinky. I mean, maybe he's a late bloomer, but when he gets out of the car, when he's going to apologize, you're like, yeah, he's like he's, six foot six. He's way bigger than Tony, who's also like a large person, I assume. Anyway, he stands up and he's like, why are you apologizing to me? And, and Tony has like a, a, I'm sorry, card he's written. He's all prepared to like, oh, sorry, please forgive me. Sorry, I was a bully. I shouldn't have done that. You know, I know I was a kid, but you were a kid. And that was really mean. That was his whole point. Turns out, Tony was remembering it wrong that that guy hung him up by his underwear and he was talking to Gibbs, you know, the the boss, uh, Leroy Jethro Gibbs at the very end. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I must have just remembered it wrong. He's like, I don't know why I would do that or when I did the flip flop where I like switched who was the one that was being bullied. And he's like thinking and pontificating and Gibbs is like, it makes it easier. Oh, yeah. That's why you do it. It makes it easier for you. Because he's like, I don't know why I'd do that. And Gibbs always coming in with like the good one-liners. But anyway, it got me thinking, has anybody out there done a flip-flop and realized that you flip-flopped? I know that I've talked to my brother about things. And I'm going to put my thinking cap on about this because, again, it was just last night. But I do know that Nicholas and I will talk about situations. He'd be like, that's not at all what happened. And I'll be like, yes, it is. And he's like, no, it isn't. Remember? And then he'll explain because he was like 
quite a bit older. Oh, I did put the slippers in the fridge that year. Oh. But then I'll be like, oh, yeah. You know, I'll remember something because I'll think, oh, so-and-so was a jerk. He's like, no, he was only mad and punched him because he'd been doing all this other stuff. He's like, that was the guy that was a dick at school or whatever. And I'll be like, oh. So anyways, please send in to otdmpod at gmail.com any of your flip-flop bully stories or childhood stories where you like you just remembered it wrong and then someone told you and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I thought that was an interesting thing that happened. And I was like, I'm sure we've all done it. Like, like I said, I know Nicole always tells me when I've remembered things wrong. Last night while I was sleeping or mm-hmm. before I was going to sleep, mm-hmm. I was uh, flipping through my news sources. Yes. My news sources had things to tell me. And what are so, these sources? The one that stood out, and I say it for today's episode, um, it's uh, an article uh, that came out a couple uh-huh. of days ago with the headline that says, a loudmouth for sure. U.S. awaits huge 17-year cicada hatch. Oh, no. You those know things are so noisy. They're well, in Palm Springs. Okay, so those are general. Those are regular cicadas. There's different types of cicadas. Well, is the seven-year ones that come out? Yeah. They okay. like, bur- like they burrow into the ground. Yeah, so a cicada is a bug. Mm-hmm. This much I know because I've like read a beetle, about it. Essentially, yeah. like a large beetle. Yeah. Um, there's four of them, I think, four, to, uh, four beetle. Uh, there's Ringo, Paul, John. <laughs> I was like four. Ty- Paul I was Martin, thinking, I was say. like, do I even know of the different types of cicadas? No, I do not. Right. So there's different types of cicadas. There's mm-hmm. not just one type. And they all have this mechanism um, where they 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 make a noise. That's what it sounds I like. I think because they're uh, hot to trot for a little uh, loving. Well, it's just so like they- that's what crickets do. Mm-hmm. I learned that that's why crickets make their noise is, is the males. Uh, or is it? Yeah, I think it's the males. You ever notice that in uh, the Pinocchio? Female. Jiminy Cricket, sometimes he's rubbing his legs a little too much. You know, oh. you're like, what is it? You should cancel Pinocchio because of what Jiminy Cricket is doing. Oh, my God. It's a children's film. Don't, don't even give rub people your legs like the that. little drop of blood in the water where they like ruin everything from our childhood. Right. Uh, okay. So cicadas, mm-hmm. there's different types. And what they do is they, uh, I think they're born above ground or maybe in the soil. I don't know. But they burrow down and they eat stuff in the soil. And when, I don't know if it's sexual maturity or... Uh, there's some reason, but they, they come up. They come out through the soil and they fly around. Well, I'd heard something. I, this might be wrong because I don't know if it was particularly cicadas, but a lot of insects will burrow and lay eggs and they come back out. But until the babies are safe enough to be out, they won't come out. And it mm. takes them a while to mature depending on what type. Now, I again, I don't know. I'm not a cicada specialist, but I had read something about that because I was curious. I think we talked about this before where you'd said that they can stay in longer than seven years. And I was like, what? And I think that was when I read it. So um, if we have a, what, what is it? Someone who's into bugs, um, a bugologist. If, you, if you're a bugologist and you want to be our correspondent. I was trying to think of what Emily is with her, the brain, uh, brain, it's not brain scoop. Oh yeah. It's a brain scoop. Yeah. Yeah, her channel, because she's a bug person. Is she a bug person? Yeah, that's her specialty. That's rad. Unless you have to go to the caves to go find them, and there's guano everywhere. I don't like that. Okay, so... I can get you sick. The deal on cicadas Mm -hmm. is that there's different types of them, and some of them hatch or go into the air Mm -hmm. at like a three-year period. There's the six-year. There's the seven-year. Well... Entomologist. Hmm. Entomology. Okay. There we go. Okay. I had to look it up because it was on like on the tip of my brain and I don't have time to. What's a bird brain? Is that a opto? Uh, you're now you're asking or, more questions. Ornithologist? With... Is that a bird specialist? 
let's stop because I don't know. Don't ask me more questions unless you're going to Google. Uh, if only we had a Google device uh, present. I already did it. And I then know. you ask further questions. I, so rude. Ornithology, I think. Um, Good for you. Moving on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so this darn cicada segment is going on along, yes. uh, longer than it should. But Okay, so your news. Mm-hmm. The 17-year cicada hatch is about to happen. Where? When? Uh, in the United States. And billions of cicada nymphs which have been living off tree roots for 17 years, will crawl out of the ground, shed their skin, and start feeding. Oh, and looking for mates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to predict the exact date uh, the hatching will start, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. It is going to be the largest. Why is 2020 and 2021 just like kicking us in the... We're like already down. Oh, here Male cicadas make a loud chirping sound by vibrating a plate called a timbal mm-hmm. located on their abdomens. Yep. It's this kind of dance. Males are showing that they can they can call as loud and as long as possible, which means they're probably a good mate. Isn't that just the way? <laughs> Females are listening. Are they calling loud? Are they calling long? It's kind of a complicated acoustic dance that they're doing. That's so, funny. Yeah, but they're coming and there's Ugh, they're so noisy. It's the big one, they say. I like find it so every disturbing. 17 years. It's like yeah. it's like static. It's like being in static. Uh yeah, in Palm Springs they've got those ones that are so loud. It can be just like one on a tree and it, the darn thing is you'll, like when we've stayed at the Kimpton prior to COVID and when we've gotten an Airbnb at the Kimpton they like shake them out well i thought it was the tequila i'd had two margaritas i was like what is that noise is the heat you know but but then if you go look you'll see it's just one well the darn things what they do is they they turn their volume up slowly they start shaking their belly if i shake my belly it's just it's jelly it's more like glug 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 because it's water but they're like rock hard their abdomens you know and so they start shaking that plate it's their little shell yeah and it it just grows in volume and it's slow but all of a sudden the thing is like you know, it's so loud. Zero. I remember that decibels. one that was making crazy noise. Then it died when we were at the Airbnb and it was laying over in the edge, like away from the pool. And I was like, I got to go see what it looks he like. He shook his moneymaker, but no takers. I, I don't know what happened, yeah. but uh, maybe the bees got him. Remember? Cause there was that high. Oh yeah. But anyway, I went over to look and I think we put him on Instagram. I think Yeah. Or I took some pictures. It was sad. I felt bad for him because he what? was, he was walking around in the hot, hot I heat know. and then he rolled over and his legs were just and then like I put him hour. on a, I put him on a leaf and put him back and he came back out and he was like, no, I gotta die here yeah let me die for a peace, bird lady. remember the bird came and picked him up and yeah, flew away it was crazy and then the bird dropped the him circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> ah cicada talk with sean katie smooth jazz 103.7 <laughs> smooth cicada jazz There's yo nothing. say what kind of instrument is that that's a cicada baby that's a cicada so anyway, 17 years, that, and okay, at the end of the story, mm-hmm. the circle of life, the mm-hmm. way this works, and the reason why they all come out at the same time, the theory is, well, yes, there's that, but they all show up at the same time in the sky or is to do something called predator satiation. Oh, where they can eat so many of them, Birds. but then they're full, so then they still get to live on. Exactly. Some of you are going to live. It's just like soldiers World War II, storming oh. the beach at Normandy. Some of you are going to live, some of you aren't. But the ones who live, the you're going to... Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy. So they, that's why there's swarms of them. So that whatever eats them doesn't get them all at the same time. And they can get so their can species further into future. Yeah. There's so many things that I wish didn't have to exist in our planet. Like, I don't particularly enjoy spiders in my home. Although I think they're beautiful out in 
like away from me. Um, but on like, our uh, honeymoon, Katie and I were in the American Southwest. We were in the Sedona, Arizona. Yeah, uh, because the two of us aren't from uh, that area. We thought, my God, how magnificent to go there. It's you beautiful. Know? And it was less expensive, back. honestly. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was way less expensive than like Hawaii or yeah, Italy or something. Which is totally fine because it was just as exotic. We were on a budget. It was beautiful. It was amazing. I, I mean, one of the best experiences of my life. Going I to know, the, I want to go back. They have uh, energy vortexes there. They had, um, what's the storm that happens? Uh, oh, monsoons. They had monsoons, but only at like four o'clock in the afternoon. So we'd sit out on the patio and watch this crazy storm come in. The and lightning, it, would, it was in the thunder. It was oh. so beautiful and, and wild. And people were like, are you sure you want to be there during monsoon season? I was like, hells to the yeah. Yep. Because we could be in the pool all, all day. day. And then they'd come around. They're like, hey, the storm is coming. You got to come in. And we're like, oh, okay. Oh, Time for good. the light show. You know. And then we'd eat dinner. And I swear we survived primarily on pizza, chicken wings, and old fashions for two weeks. It was actually really fun. We right? had such a good time. Yeah. I and really like that area. We floated down the river. And oh, did we ever float down the river? Yeah. That's, that's a great. story for another day. Oh, um, uh, but the the spiders. Oh, the, the tarantula. The spiders from Mars. Yep, the tarantula we ran into, because we had to do laundry. We went over to the little laundry area within yeah. the uh, resort. resort, and there was a tarantula in the parking lot. And... I felt bad for it because we were scaring it because yeah. it knew you were there and it was like. I've never seen a bug walk in reverse before. Yeah, it was like, I'm going to just moonwalk out of this situation. He, he raised up his little hairy arms, like his Robin Williams arms. I think he was trying to be bigger. He was like, yeah. can I scare you away? And, and Sean he was like, like filming. And the, another hands. girl and me were like, ah, and we ran away. But I've never seen a, a, a bug recognize me. Oh, no, that's not true. I saw one when I was in Lake Havasu once. Another tarantula? No, it was a, they called it a vinegaroon. And it's like this thing that, I think it's like a, a scorpion type bug. But Ooh, that's if it, fucking terrifying. yeah, it ran at us. We were sitting outside playing cards. Whack that fucker. Well, we had to, right? We called well, the mafia. We said, listen, we need to put a hit on this remember bug. Remember that bug? And they whacked Okay, them. we'll get off bugs. But if we have any entomologists, please hit us up. But <laughs> so Sean filmed the tarantula in Sedona and we'll talk about, so we'll have Sedona talk next time. Okay, but. To wrap it up, he mm -hmm. raised his hands yeah, in protest before I, uh, we'll catch that story next. But remember, it was like he was he, waving at us with well, both he, his hands. I think he raised up to, to try to be bigger and see if he could scare you away. Yeah. And then when he realized you weren't going anywhere, then he was like, I got to moonwalk out of here with all of my legs. And I what was, was like. What was cool is on one of his hands, he had like a little silver glove. And so he moonwalked. <laughs> He's Michael Jackson. He's yeah. like, ha, ha. And they move backward. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I would die. <sighs> no, but I had already ran back to the uh, our room because I was like, oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 not today, Satan. Um, I don't like bugs. But so there's that. And then another quick story about scorpions, speaking yes. of scorpions, is uh, my friends Nina and Amy, they lived off of PCH when I was down at Pepperdine and they had this apartment. Yeah. And you know, you learn when you're in desert areas that the smaller a scorpion, the more poisonous they are. And... We were there. I don't even know what we were doing. It was They're not more poisonous. They just don't have the control over their little injector. Oh, see, we so. thought that. We don't know. Amy's from Colorado. Nina's from Oklahoma, which I guess she should have known better. And I'm from Washington State. So what the fuck? So anyway, one creepy crawly of a tiny, you guys, probably like the size of like maybe an inch. Oh. Scorpion finds its way into the apartment. We are just getting ready for, I don't know, pizzas, 4th of July. I don't remember what it was, but it was summertime. The we don't know what to do. Amy throws a bowl over it and we just leave it in the, under that bowl till it dies, which I know is kind of like torture, but we were scared. Mm -hmm. And we just love it. It gives me itches even thinking about it. 
And then last bug story, when we were in Austin, we went out towards Lake Travis and sat at that area on the marina. Remember the stink bug? I remember the stink bug. For those of you who live in that part of the world, explain to me, said stink bug. It's like a big flying black box of a beetle. It's very strange. I don't know how it... And when he crushed it, he goes, you just slap him and crush him. Remember, he's like, it doesn't bother me. Because we asked the guy, we're like, uh... Hey, what the fuck is that? <laughs> is that thing poison? Hey, my man, uh, let me ask something. Is that poisonous? Because I will just just put these chicken wings in a box and we'll, we'll hit I the road. I will moonwalk out. I will put my little hairy arms up in the air. Put a oh, sword. Oh. <laughs> Get the fuck away from that bug. And he it called was- it a stink bug. He's like, don't worry about it. And one landed on him. He goes, yeah, they, they just land on you and you just whack him. And he stopped. And it looked like it was just a shell of a thing. Like yeah. nothing. In- it was so weird and gross. And I was like... Okay, if he's not scared of them, I guess I don't have to be scared of them. But mm-hmm. that when that fucker flew in there, I was like, what the fuck? Because um, I don't like bugs. And Sean's like, it's going to be okay. And I was like, try and drink my water. I'm like, where the fuck is it? Um, okay, story times. Sure, sure. Back into emails. Yeah. Or yeah. did you have more to read? Because I think you're... No, I, I could put it on... Uh, I can go to my notes from the show. Um, let me see here. Let's get ready to rumble, shall we? Mm-hmm. Who's Let's ready to get their letter written or read? Wow. You want me to take over from here? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just queuing you up. Here we go. Okay. Let's get into your stories. Are we ready? Are we ready? We're already ready. Okay. This is from Lynn. And she is sharing her 15 minutes of fame. Ooh. I'm already excited because it says 15 minutes of fame, two turkeys on stage. <laughs> okay. What? Okay. Okay, Lynn. <clears throat> We're ready. We're Lay in. it on us. What it do says, you got? Hello again. I hope I don't confuse you by sending in another letter before you've answered my previous one. Not at all. Um, And I'm sure we've answered a previous one by now. I would like to share a 15 minutes of fame story. Also, side note, feel free to send in more letters, even if we haven't gotten to yours next, because we'll we'll make our way. Yeah. Making our way in the world today. Okay. 15 minutes of fame story. Me and a friend of mine once said yes to be models for one day. Wow. My friend explained to me that we were only going to sit on each other, um, in each other. Oh, okay. I see. My friend explained to me that we were only going to sit um, in a chair and get our hair colored and cut all for free. Gotcha. So you get to be like a hair model. This is amazing because just last week, someone came up to me and said, my friend, I would like you to be a hair model for me. I would like to uh, cut and color your hair. How'd that go? Well, clearly... Um, not very well, you know. Well, your beard? I mean, oh, yeah, okay. No, I meant like... some hairs. You no. cut it all off yesterday. It yeah. was getting very long. Mm. I feel like you should grow it out for us. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, Sean has never grown his hair more than like a quarter inch the whole, like in all like 12 years that I've been with you. With a head this perfect, you know, you don't, you don't need to it's grow true. hair. It's my, true. My dad uh, shaved his... Well, he was bald on top. He had the horseshoe okay. and he would like shave the top because you have to clean it up because it gets all funky. And he... um he always said he's like I have, I, at least i don't have a lumpy head like one of those weird shaped heads because because god's a fair guy you know right i mean Tutankhamen common probably had a great head of hair but you know jokes on him because for eternity his skull it's is all, bare it's and it's gone. this weird like oh you know, he really have a weird oh yeah he's got head. one of those weird like uh i never went to king tut's thing they king tut okay got anyways back, back to this oh yeah so they're getting their hair cut and colored for free and she said, and then get pictures taken of us. And I thought, yes, exciting, free haircut. I'm in. I would totally feel that way also. But when the day came, it became clear 
that that was not what we had signed up for. Or not only what we'd signed up for. Excuse you. Sorry. you got to feel it coming. Move your head away. Jesus Christ. Okay. We had also signed up for three long days of training in the art of catwalking. <laughs> And a really professional looking show at the end of it where we were the stars, along with a bunch of others who probably knew better than us what they had signed up for. It ended up being a bit exciting as well when we had just, uh, when we overcame the shock. <laughs> we learned how to do the catwalk thing, practiced and practiced, and eventually the exciting part of being dressed up and all of that came. I remember feeling full of expectations as I looked around, you know, seeing, um, oh, looked around me, seeing the others turning into real models looking amazing and dreamt about uh, my, the shining moment that was to come, my moment. Um, eventually, it was our turn, and they sat us down in our chair. And I don't think we got to see what was happening to us while we were sitting there. Maybe there just wasn't a mirror. <laughs> They're like, well, let's hope for the best. Um, sorry, I lost my place. Oh, okay. But I thought these people must know what they're doing because they're professionals and have done this before and then came the moment when i got to see the result in the mirror a turkey what the shoe's a turkey the fuck are you talking with about with dark thick eyebrows she was a turkey they painted her as a she turkey was a turkey i didn't know what to say that was one of the most <laughs> hilarious and disappointing <laughs> sights i've ever seen i'm stunned then the hairstylist behind me said something like Oh, I feel like we need something more and rummaged around her things to find a white feather, which she stuck on the top of my head. I felt like bursting into laughter, but nodded my head and tried not to let her know. Hey, you got to go with it. This is show business, baby. You got to get out there and strut your stuff now. <laughs> strut, you turkey strut. strut the, turkey, the turkey strut. The turkey trot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I felt like bursting into laughter, but nodded my head so that... <laughs> I looked at my friend and saw another turkey staring oh. back at me, clearly <laughs> thinking the same as me. And it felt I felt like falling off my chair. I can try to explain the look a little bit better. We had a white dress that somehow made our figure look really strange. Hair in a ponytail tied very, very tightly. And those gigantic dark eyebrows and the turkey part. I don't know how they managed to pull the turkey out of her, but I've always had a hidden turkey in me that easily comes out of hiding when I pull when you pull my hair up tightly. <laughs> Once we got out of the room, we exploded into laughter, took pictures of each other, lost our breath, calmed down, and came back. We struggled to stay serious when we looked at everyone else around us and tried to talk each other, talk to each other without dying. And when it was finally time, the stage was filled with a bunch of really, really beautiful models hmm. and two stupid-looking turkeys struggling <laughs> to not have a heart attack. <laughs> if you have a photo, please share. So the funny thing is, I did this again some years later on my own, hoping that this time I would end up wearing one of those beautiful dresses and getting one of those amazing haircuts or hairstyles as I remembered that the others did. And I would have even been happy if they would have only given me amazing makeup. But no, I ended up exactly the same way, but at least minus the feather. This was new. Um, these were new people. So therefore, I think this inner turkey must be screaming, let me out of here very loudly or something. The hairstylists have a sixth sense and make them hear it and obey. <laughs> I just got an inner turkey. An inner turkey. I love it. That's cool. <laughs> Why would they big thick eyebrows? And 
It's funny. Yeah. It brought her, I her thought turkey they, out. I thought they had actually like. I thought she had like a gobble gobble and everything. Yeah. She's just saying like they made me look like a turkey. Which, like can't even look at myself. Excellent storytelling. I give that one an 8.5. What if they pull your hair taut enough? If you have more of a pointed type face and nose, you would kind of look bird like. Right, right. You know, right. like there's a reason. that. Yeah, they probably put that bronzer on the cheek so you kind of look like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little too well, much. Yeah, like you've been in the oven a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? St. Cyber uh, barbecue sauce you got on there? <laughs> oh, Lynn. That is too funny. Okay. That's good. Thanks for writing in. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you. And gobble, gobble, gobble. Okay. <laughs> this is from Ray. It says, famous people in my meeting with Tipper Gore. Oh. I always thought Tipper was such a fun name. There's some names that are just like, I would have never thought of that. And that's a cute name. Is it a nickname for a fuller, a longer name like uh, Dick and Richard? Could be. You'd have to look it up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I, but it it's like an, one of those names that was probably popular in like the 50s yeah. and 60s. And then you go by something else. Um, let me just look it up. What yeah. is hmm. Tipper short for? Just Tipper. Yeah. Oh, nickname for Elizabeth. Elizabeth to Tipper. That sounds rather waspy. Personal experience with the name Tipper nicknames for Tipper meaning. What? Tip. Hmm. That is so strange. Oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> I don't know if that's correct. Yeah. But that's what I got when I just Googled that. So you guys, if we're wrong, that's fine. Let us know. Okay. So anyways, back to Ray's story. Ray says, Hi, Sean and Katie. Tipper Gore, second lady and the wife to Al Gore, who was the VP at the time, took up the case or the cause of battling alcoholism. I remember that. Yes. Um, I was in Portland at the time and was living in one of the city's hotels that had been remodeled to be a drug and alcohol free place to get clean and sober. That's okay. awesome. Good for you. Since I'd been sober three years and had started college, I was one of a few success stories picked to sit at that meeting. That's so cool. Mm. I sat with her and a bunch of TV cameras pointed at us and scary Secret Service guys. I've always wondered, what do the Secret Service guys look like? It's a secret. Secret, secret, secret. I've I got could be a one. secret. No, but you see them on TV sometimes. And first of all, they're not kidding anyone with like their pretend earpiece that they like assume people don't notice. Okay. Like whenever I'm watching one of my shows, one of my crime solving shows, they're like, we're going to catch them in the park. You know, they're going to meet for the drop and blah, blah. And there's a zillion people and you see the little twirly cord behind their ear. And I'm like, losers, find something better. Why you got a twirly cord? Everybody knows that. Why not just walk around on your iPhone? Yeah, that's Everyone? easier. <laughs> Nobody no, no, think the a earpiece, thing. buddy, the earpiece. But then they'll, for other ops, they'll have like the ones that go in the ear without anything else. And I'm like, then why are we using curly cord? Mm -hmm, Clear mm -hmm. curly cord is not so secret, secret. Okay, back into it. And scary secret service guys with long black overcoats. Always the black. It's hard to remember what I said. I think I did okay. Sorry, not the best pick of me, but here it is. Oh. Oh. That's uh, very cool. Tipper. Tipper, tipper Gore. Huh. Is that really short for Elizabeth? That can't be right. But Ray, you're like a mystery. All we see is your ear. We you can kind of see him there a little bit. I oh, can't in, his, in his chip. For a little his, bit, uh, his little avatar. Yeah. He's a mystery. Mystery, Ray. Man of mystery. Ray, international man of mystery. Exactly. That's super cool. <laughs> what was she like? I'm always curious. Um, I bet she was nice. No, but I'm always curious. You know when people like politicians, in air quotes, like people of influence, okay. when they decide they want to do something that I always think, man, that's a good pick. Do that thing. 
I always wonder if they actually do do anything or if when they're in meetings, they're like not paying attention or they ask stupid questions. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, are you really there to do things? Because I just don't trust any politician ever. I think it's a lot harder now with social media uh, to to hide bad behavior. True. But so back then they could have. People inevitably rat on themselves with social media. They're True. like, you know, they, they post their, their wildest thoughts. There's no filter. There's no producer in between you and the audience or yeah. no handler or agent or whatever which can be nice but also very dangerous yeah danger danger but maybe tipper was lovely maybe she wasn't but if she was mean and someone shot a photo of her like you do nowadays you know or mm -hmm. not a photo but a video a video you get put on blast that's why when someone gets caught like that i'm like wow buddy you shouldn't be behaving like that in mm -hmm. public or lady whatever guy or yeah. girl but you know what i mean um there's cameras everywhere now and in also, it, like, it kind of forces you to to conform just for fear of like, hey, I don't want to get this on tape. Well, and not even that. There are a bunch of idiots out there on YouTube or other traditional celebrities who get caught because they DM'd someone. Oh, that like, goes on you quite a bit. You just caught yourself. You did, it, you did it on purpose. Like, are you that stupid? Yeah. You don't think people screen grab or save DMs? Right. On the other side, you're sending like, that message. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, nerd. <laughs> like monkeys playing with fire right oh, it's like okay boy. idiot okay ready yeah. another letter yeah thanks for sending that letter in ray. yes thanks uh, ray this is from christy it says hey otdm is the subject line hey katie and sean hello hello hey 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 my name is christy i would love to be your north florida correspondent Mm -hmm. Love your show. Go on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're taking it into consideration. Very serious. I heard you're looking for a home in Texas. What made you decide to move from LA to Texas? Uh, the Mediterranean climate was a strong selling point. Yeah. The mass but, exodus from uh, California that's taking place because taxes are going crazy. Home prices are better there. Even um, though people in Texas are like, ooh, Austin's so expensive. I'm yep. like, try LA on for size, dudes. Yeah, it's a little bit more approachable. And there's water. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot I of know. rivers, tubing. I want to go tubing. I love to go tubing. I want to go play in a lake. Also, I have friends out wonderful. there already. Yeah, the, there's that too. And I, I also like, so there's a lot of factors. I also like being centrally located into the states because there will come a time where to fly a lot again and it's nice to be central and not have to fly as far. Yeah, halfway to and Canada. And time zones is better. Halfway to the East Coast, halfway to the West mm -hmm. Coast. Not that Canada's only on the East Coast. I know that, guys. <laughs> I didn't pass grade five geography for no reason, okay? They did give me an A in that class. But also for me, like, because I have to get up for news segments and stuff, it'll be so nice to not be like, oh, it's, you know, 7 a.m. East Coast time. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. Right. That's never going to happen. Thanks, but no thanks. Find somebody else. Next. <laughs> I don't do well. The few times I've done those super early where I have to get up like 5 a.m., even afterwards, I'm like, I have to take a nap. I'm so wiped. Right. Like, I can't get up that early. Kudos to people who can. I'm like fucked for the rest of the day. And it's just not worth it. Yeah, I'm time. like a 17 year cicada. You know, every 17 years I get out of bed, I'm like, what's going on out there? Shake my little belly. <laughs> I told my mom, because um, I was like, I don't know why, because we have a new neighbor upstairs, you guys. And she's really fucking loud. And she gets up so goddamn early. Puts it, on clogs immediately I, like upon wooden, getting out of bed. It has to be it wooden strange. shoes. Yeah. All the time. Because she could so, be a lovely person, but the choice of shoes is is definitely and, and the slowness because she's older, it's the glacial stomping. It's like bum 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 I'm like, what the fuck are you doing up there? 
Anyway, it wakes me up around 6 a.m. Almost always because that's when she gets up. But today I woke up at 7 because of stompy stomp stomp. And I couldn't go back to sleep. And I was telling my mom, I was like, oh, it's so rough. I had to, I like woke up at 7. And she's like, people do that all the time, you know. And I was like, Sean and I don't. She's like, no, you guys do love your sleep. Because I need like nine hours to function. Or I'm like, I can't. I don't know what it is. But I asked my grandma. And she needs nine to ten hours a night, she said. Otherwise, she doesn't function. So I think she go might- to bed at 9 o'clock at night. Um, right as rain come uh i'm not that person either okay i like my schedule i keep it the way i keep it i don't need your judgments you run a tight ship there katie i run a a tight specific ship okay so that's why we're moving to texas do you still have a private practice will your patients be okay or do they have to find another therapist no i will not continue a private practice i'd have to take the tests and get my license in texas i'm not sure if i want to do that i haven't really decided to be honest Frankly, we've had a tough time getting a home, um, but my patients are aware. Uh, most of them have been referred out. I just have a few left that are just fine, like riding off into the sunset with me. And you keep your your license in California. Yes, I'm going to keep it active until I kind of decide what I want to do. Because mm. you can always keep your license. If you guys don't know, let's say you live in Virginia, but then you move to Nebraska, you can still keep your Virginia license in case you return and you want to use it. Right. So you don't have to go through the whole process again. Yeah. So, um, so yes. That's the, that's the story, Morning Glory. Okay. Um, so, sorry, I have generalized anxiety. Seriously, I do. And I worry about everybody. Oh, we're okay. Don't don't fret. And also, my patients have had a long time to, to process. Like, I'm not a surprise. That's not healthy or helpful. So, don't worry. They're all okay with it already. Also, because we've been actually, like, looking for homes and, like, putting offers. Like, it, they had to be good before any of this was happening. Okay. I like your show because it's usually lighthearted and you two are hilarious together. The best and wittiest comedy team for sure. Oh. Ooh, so oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep the compliments coming. It says, I love when you say happy, insert day of the week hero. Happy Thursday. I do that a lot in my videos. At the beginning of your shows, it makes me laugh every time. Hope you had a good trip to Washington. Um... Oh, from Washington back to Southern California. Later, Christy. We did. Well, thanks, Christy. Those are oh, Washington kind words. State is what it said. It said stare, but it's a typo. That's uh, what I was like. I'm, I'm, yeah, Washington. You're like Washington State. Square. I was like in New York. We didn't go to Washington Square in New York, right? Never. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, thank you for the 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 nice comments. Yes, it, I'm always, glad you're enjoying it. It's yeah. funny because this is the only thing that I really do online that isn't me having to be therapist which is just funny because like majority of my life i'm not a therapist you know what i mean like most people if even if you see patients like a full day the rest of the time you're not and weekends you're not you know and i feel like i more than anyone else like have my therapist hat on for a long period of time so it's kind of nice to have something that's just like there you go that's how i describe it Okay. okay are we ready oh we're ready next one canadian nights continue Yes? Yes. The long-awaited episode is here. It's here. Graham has offered us yet another excerpt. Episode three. Mm -hmm. Or excerpt three? I don't know. We're about to find out. Let's get into it. Let him dictate, you know, what we call it, I guess. Katie and Sean. Howdy-do once again. Howdy-do. And howdy-do, fellow OTDM community. Or is that bonsoir, au revoir? (laughs) (laughs) Bonsoir. Au revoir. Oh, fuck. Sorry, I amuse myself too easily. Me too. Don't worry. I apologize in advance for the lack of steady plot in this narrative. As I said in my last letter, sometimes you come across a hidden path and you just need to explore it. I agree. I am fine with it. 
Much in the same way I imagine fictional Katie exploring fictional Sean's flowing Fabian-esque follicles. Oh, that's such good alliteration. Fa- flowing Fabian-esque follicles. Fabian-esque. But wow. that's another chapter. Please enjoy the March slash April 2021 issue from everyone's favorite caffeinated romance tale, Canadian Nights. Here we go. Katie stared at the tower of chocolate squares taking up half the kitchen counter. Holy fuck, man, she thought. That is a shit ton of brownies. What on earth possessed Sean to make all of these? We're all video editors, ma- we're all video editors, massive chocoholics. Is it a Montreal thing? Maybe the stress of the coffee emporium gig had finally gotten to him. Whatever it was, she wasn't going to complain. After all, they certainly looked tastier than the quote unquote cheddar Danish they served at the emporium. She didn't care what that jerk owner said. She knew her cheddar, and that was definitely not the cheesiest cheddar she'd ever eaten. Looking over her shoulder to see whether Sean was still lost in the bright glare of his weathered pixel phone, she reached out and snuck one off the pile. The way she, uh, fi- the way she figured, if they were out in the open and there was no explicit ne pas manger, ne pas, ne pas manger, ne pas manger, don't eat. Yeah, do not eat. Ne pas manger. A sign, it was fair game, right? Right. Right. Still, she wished wished he'd put it down and pay attention to her again. Always. Across the room, Sean didn't notice a thing. Lost in the latest string of rude texts. He felt a twinge of guilt wasting this time right in front of her, even though she had been snooping in the closet earlier. Oh yeah, I was looking at your, your old Canadian's jersey. But at the same time, he knew that if he didn't answer, Mr. Rampage would just keep nagging until he did. What even is this? The text scolded to him. I said, no jump cuts. I don't care how retro they are. This is not YouTube. (laughs) He let out a noise, half groan, half sigh. More and more, he felt like life was jerking him around. What was the point in spending his life going blind, editing videos and writing out detailed notes in size 36 font for a crotchety Vancouver expat more interested in fixing another cup of coffee than treating people right? Jeez. But what else could he do? It's not like... Bergevin was pleading for him to rejoin the roster. In fact, given how he behaved in Bergevin. the... Bergevin. Bergevin. I knew I was fucking that up. <laughs> I was pleading for to rejoin the, the roster. In fact, given how he behaved in their final meeting, Sean knew all too well that rational thinking was not part of Bergevin's modus operandi. Oh, yeah. It's Another true. text popped up in the screen, snapping him back to reality. I'm serious. Fix it by tomorrow. Saw it off, you cranking fan. Uh, Sean muttered as his thumb stabbed out of Kurt. Okay, I will, in reply. Can't even root for the proper team. What? Asked Katie. <laughs> Nothing. It's stupid. He shoved the phone inside his pocket. It's <laughs> probably like a Leafs fan or some shit. <clears throat> it's him, isn't it? She asked. Who? He asked, feigning ignorance. Katie gave him a look that indicated he should have known better. Him, she said. Mr. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. Sean couldn't help laughing out loud, picturing Mr. Rampage descending into a, a, po, a po, what's apoplexy? Apoplexy. 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 What's I've never seen that written. Uh, apoplexy. Not a fit of rage, but oh, I don't I don't know what it Anger? is. Anger. Okay, Google. <laughs> what is apoplexy? Here's the definition of apoplexy. Stated: unconsciousness or incapacity resulting from a cerebral hemorrhage or stroke. I thought it had something to do with like, <clears throat> so if you guys did not hear, apoplexy is when you ha- 
have like issues with your brain essentially you're you, you have a you stroke so because you're so upset you're so upset you have a stroke or some kind of cerebral hemorrhage okay apoplexy, apoplexy. you know i'm not too proud uh to ask when i don't know a word and i know the word like i, I think i could well, it pronounce sounded familiar it. but i couldn't even even written i was like but oh. sometimes i need a little refresher you know and graham is above I, my head graham is up here katie and then Sean no, in English is, is down here. Yours is better than mine, I think. Okay, so Mr. Rampage is sending into apoplexy if he'd heard that particular pejorative. And he thought being threatened with a throat punch by Katie in the shop was bad. But that was his own fault. Katie had been in often enough by now that anyone with a brain could see she wasn't afraid to put jerk faces in their place when they dared mess with her. May as well be his name, he said. Mr. Fuckity fuck fuck. <laughs> that is true about me, too. You really hate working there, don't you? The question caught him by surprise. What? No. Well, I mean, it's not always a cakewalk, but it's a job, right? He tried to smirk, but he knew that um, knew from that unblinking stare that she wasn't going to let him get away that easy. I mean, I did think this is I didn't think this is where I'd end up in life. Oh wait, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. I mean, did I think this is where I would end up in life? No. Who would? But what other choice do I have? I'm not getting back onto the roster, that's for sure. You saw the dust building up on that old jersey in between your explorations of my dessert tray. At this, Katie looked away, monetarily embarrassed, wiping brownie crumbs from the corner of her mouth. Damn, he was good. You caught me. And it's not like other teams are lining up to try and sign me, he continued, letting out a tiny bemused snort. I'm getting a little old, a little long in the tooth. You're getting long in the tooth. Like I'd ever be caught dead in a Bruins jersey anyway. Right. True Rather that. retire, man. I really. Sean, Katie started to say, I'm sorry, I don't mean to unload on you like that. You're probably tired of me grumbling about my silly dream. Katie appeared by his side, gently turning his face, his head to face her. Don't listen to that negative self-talk. <laughs> Your dreams are not silly. You deserve to let yourself dream, even if life gives your original plans the finger, the wanker sign, whatever. Maybe... No, maybe about it. Hey, until I met you, the highlight of my year was going to be chasing a wheel of cheese down a hill in the English countryside. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> here we are. It's true. That will still be one of my favorite things to watch. Also crazily dangerous. Sean considered this. You think I should give Mr. Rampage the finger then? I didn't say that exactly, but maybe it's possible that you could be open to the idea that you deserve to be treated better maybe by the right person. It's possible that you look could at be those open. bridge statements. Mm -hmm. Look at Graham. I'm so proud. Okay. Sean grew quiet again, turned toward the window and watched the snowfall. Bridge statements. Damn, she was good. <laughs> a little time passed before he spoke again, never breaking his gaze from the window. He said to Katie, I always hated those Danishes. And hey, at least you'd have chased the real cheesiest cheddar down that Gloucestershire hill. It's probably still fucked up. <laughs> Gloucestershire? 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 Good luck. Oh, Jesus, Katie said, rolling her eyes, but she couldn't help but laughing. Then she said, take your own advice, Sean, and reached out to take hold of his hand. It's probably really sweaty. Maybe I won't do that. He turned away from the window and back to her. What advice? She reached out with her other hand and pulled his head close to hers. Leaning forward, she whispered in his ear, don't fish at the jerk pond. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Graham, you know Katie's stuff. The blizzard continued to punish the city outside, burying Montreal in a blanket of ice and snow. Street lights went out. Cars skidded along the road as... Um, a solitary pedestrian lumbered up the sidewalk in an act of either sheer desperation or sheer idiocracy. But at that moment, inside the small apartment, the cold was the last thing either of them felt on this hellish Canadian night. Wow. Dot, 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 dot. Beautiful. That was beautiful. It says, hope you enjoyed that. 
I did. Even if it went a little bit long. No, it didn't. Hopefully by the time you read this, I'll have received my Canadian Knights poster from your store and can be regularly inspired by it. <laughs> have a good week from, um, oh, Graham, employee number four, staff writer, head caffeine technician, and definitely not a rampage jerk in real life. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, love I love it. it. Wow. I love it. So much to think about. He's such a good writer. Yeah, he is. He really, he really, he knows what I would say. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. I'm just basking in the glory of that last episode. Hmm. Also, I mean, you get to be like a, you know, past Canadian. I know. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Never be a Bruin. Never. But right now you're doing jump cuts for some jerky McJerk jerk. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Mr. <clears throat> Fuckity Fuck Fuck. I'll do a bunch of jump cuts in this video. <laughs> Like, Remember when those were just like the jam? Oh yeah. Like back in like Jenna Marbles days in the early days of like how to trick people into thinking you're good looking. Still one of my favorite videos of all time. Did she take that down by the way? I don't know what she did with her account. I, I'm I not sure. Is looked, it still online or is it all know, private? I don't know, but I'll be really disappointed. I'm sure we'll find it. Somebody's got it somewhere. Mm. You know, you never lose anything from the internet. She's a great comedian. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, Ready? thanks uh, Thanks again for sending yes, that in. Yes, Graham, I loved makes it. Makes my day. I'm, I'm going to put them together in one sequential. Oh, or, yeah. I don't know, maybe we'll stagger them throughout our uh, our workbook project that we will get to. I am working on the idea. Um, people have sent in things. People have sent in things. So we're, we're going to do a community project where all the media that we've had come in, we're going to try and tie it all together. Yeah, because Kaylee did the, like, uh, she gave us the dog log. Got that in the mail. Yeah. She also did the thing that I love from highlights where it's like finding things. Yeah. We're going to put a bunch of things They're together in the in the PDF, blah, blah, blah. It just takes a we little bit of time. We just don't have free time. That's yeah. The, the bandwidth right now is a little thin. I know. We need some assistance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ready for the next letter? Yep. Okay. This one's from Heather. And the subject line reads, get another surgery during COVID-19. Womp, womp says, hi, Katie and Sean. Well, first of all, I can't believe you read my email on your podcast. Well, believe it. It happens. Yeah. You know, that's what we do. If we you read send it letters. in, we're going to read it. Yep. Some people still know how to do podcasting and read emails and connect with their community. Perfect. Katie Michael Scott. <laughs> okay. Ellers Danlos is really getting the best of me yet again. If you guys don't remember, Heather had written in about... Um, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which I don't know a ton about other than what she's told us, but it's like a connective tissue disorder, I believe. Okay. But anyways, so it's really getting the best of her again. In February 2020, I had to have a laparoscopic cholestectomy. I'm sorry, Heather. Or emergency gallbladder removal. Oh, okay. That's easier for me to say. Then in September 2020, I had to have my left shoulder repaired. So six months later, I now have um, C5, C6 disc replacement surgery. <gasps> Man, I'm waiting for one more test and then back under the knife. Whoa. Womp, womp, womp. Man, being in and out of, it's got to be so stressful. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Especially during COVID because then nobody right. can go with you. And like my mom had to have surgery. She's fine. Don't worry. Um but she had to have a surgery and it sucked because even for the checkups and no one can go in with her. Oh, yeah. Larry yeah. had like weight in the car. It's terrible. So this is a, a degenerative disease where connective I tissue is. I, I don't really know exactly. Let me pull it up because I know she told us stuff before, but right. I don't want to misspeak here. So, okay. Um, but Ehlers, okay. Ehlers-Danlos syndromes are a group of rare genetic connective tissue disorders. Okay. So at least I remembered that. Symptoms may include loose joints, joint pain, stretchy velvety skin, and abnormal scar formation. 
So anything that's, you know, your collagen based or I'd assume so. This can be noticed at birth or in early childhood. Complications may include joint dislocation, scoliosis, chronic pain, osteoarthritis, things like that. Um, But yeah, the way they figure out if you have it is genetic testing or a skin biopsy. Bummer. Bummer, Heather. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, What really sucked about going in, um, going to my spine surgeon, not hearing about my surgery. Wait. What really sucked about going to my spine surgeon was not hearing about my surgery, but that I waited too long to see him. Oh, so it wasn't bad. I see. Sorry, I misread that, Heather. I apologize. But it was like it wasn't that it was bad that she didn't hear about her surgery. Is that she waited too long to see him. I was so scared with COVID-19. I waited at least two months to make an appointment. I have worried about that. Yeah, I've been pushing off just general appointments. Um, Dermatologist, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just don't really like going out, you know. I know, but we have gone, at least we've gone to the dentist, our regular, that stuff. Yeah. We did not do our physicals also because our doctor like so turned private, with, with not the private, stress, but like expensive. Yeah. But with the stress that we have with it, I can't imagine if I had a chronic illness, yeah. you know, so I really don't have the, the comprehension, you know, that goes yeah. along with it, but I do feel for you. I mean, that's very. Because we feel it too. Sean needs to go see a podiatrist and a, an osteo person because your knees weren't yep. supposed to see somebody. Yeah, they told me I had to get, but anyway. I, I've been putting it off because why? I don't really want to go to the doctor's office during this time. Well, also. I mean, I, I have gone, by the way. But Yeah, we, we have gone, but not, not, as, not as easily or as frequently as we would. Yeah. Yeah, our schedule is a little wonky. Yeah. So, okay. So she did the same thing. She waited two months to make an appointment. So, of course, I felt like a little child getting caught looking at Christmas presents under the tree. I hate that feeling when all of a sudden you're like, like you feel caught and you've done, you're like, oh, shit. I got a good scolding from the surgeon and his nurse. Cried like a baby, but I do understand that my health must come first. Yeah, but did they really need to scold you? I feel like that doesn't actually help anybody, but maybe I'm wrong. Sometimes I feel like doctors, and I've had great doctors over the years, by the way, and I love like my OB. I love her. She's wonderful. But I do feel like sometimes doctors can just be a little harsh for no reason. Like there's a little colder. Isn't there some sort of saying about them having like a terrible bedside manner? Yeah. Yeah. So they're more, they're scientists or whatnot. Uh, They're medical professionals. Yeah. They're not like people. people. Maybe they do train. Do they train doctors in how to be nice? They do a little so bit a only because I know doctor, doctor school. Well, Dr. Sarani, that psychiatrist that I love that I've worked with for years. He, the one thing that is horrible is I can't like, he's always runs horribly late on his appointment times. And so my anxious patients cannot hack it, but great guy. Love him. He taught a course at UCLA. And I think he might still at their medical school about bedside manner okay, and how to talk to patients so that they understand and also feel like, okay. It's a tough job for a doctor to have so much knowledge. I don't know if it's called bedside manner or if it was, but anyway, he taught that course. So I know that some of them are doing it, but I don't know if all of them are. Okay. So here is the reason why I wrote this letter. Ah, okay. Don't let your health go because of the fear of COVID. By the way, I got my first Moderna vaccination on March 16th. Awesome. On May 1st, I'll be able to hug my identical twin sister for the first time since March, 2020. Oh, wow. Wow. Yay. Oh, it gives That's, me all the feels. Yeah. Please be safe. And you guys are the best entertainment for me right now. Heather. Of course. I'm glad yeah. we can be there for you. Um, I have, it's, it's funny because not funny. Ha ha. Just like, I don't know what other word to use. It's, it's just a crazy thing because we, we lost a year, right? It's like, it, it's gone. Like it was a year light, you know, we didn't get to do all the things, but we didn't, you know, we didn't lose the year. We had different memories. I felt like I lost the year personally okay. because 
nothing was the same and we didn't get to see anybody like we only saw like six to ten people yeah that's fucking depressed you know it's like oh and i think for people who haven't seen their family haven't been able to hug people like oh i feel for them you know they do it's really rough so i agree with heather do not put off your appointments make your appointments now they're essential and we got to take care of ourselves. We got our eye doctors. The only thing I really want to do personally is I want to go, uh, I want to go get a physical because I haven't done that. But that's, I don't know where to go or what to do because we don't have our regular doctor. That's anymore. the big one that we we've pushed off. Everything else, kind of, instead of being at the six month period, we did it like around seven or eight, I think. Yeah. Although dentist, we did it the six month. Yeah. But vision, we kind of pushed it. Um, I know we everything's a little pushed. Also, because appointments that we had made that were that fell in like March and April got canceled. Yeah, because that's we had our uh, our physicals scheduled for was it the end of March, beginning of April, and then they got canceled. And then we found out that he was like going to charge was it two thousand dollars a year per person to stay seeing him. It's crazy, you guys. Something don't. ridiculous. I, I get it, but I also don't get it. Okay, enough of that. Nobody cares about that. It's I know. health insurance sucks. That's the statement. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by, um, you know, your health insurance brand here. <laughs> Suckety suck, suck, suck <laughs> insurance. You're going to pay us a lot of money. And your plan looks worse every year. Yeah. And we give you knock, nothing. Knock. Who's there? Go oh, the insurance yourself. company. <laughs> uh, guess what? You owe us an extra $200 every month. Oh, really? What Do else I am I getting? Yeah. Oh, no. That's the fun part. You get less. Sounds like a good deal. See you next year. <laughs> when I, yeah, I was going to say when I f- f- make, if, yeah, I don't want to. Okay. Anyways, there's no nice way to talk about what <laughs> Listen, the insurance we, companies do to us. If we get a letter mm-hmm. in the mail from our insurance company next week, we know that the Google machine snitched on us because it was just <gasps> you and I talking here. Snitches get snitches. And all these audience members, but none of the audience members are going to tell on us. They would never. Also, how on earth do you have you must have god's ear so why don't you tell him to fix it because you made the explosion in iceland happen well not explosion i didn't katie but i appreciate you believing in me (laughs) the volcanic eruption okay you're smart enough you're and gosh darn it people like you yeah okay this we're moving on to another letter oh yeah and this is one of our favorite names kai oh kai is a wonderful name we have an uncle with the name kai and it's just a great name also my friend joanna her son's name is kai yeah spelled the same it's very cute okay the title reads, Origin of Names. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I shared the origin of my name, but I will. What's up? What's up? To all the OTDM <laughs> audience and Deshaun and Katie. I was After all these years, it's still like, <laughs> I remember a point where you're like, hey, buddy, if you say that again, I'm going to go crazy because yeah. everyone was doing it. it was... But it's just funny because then you'd have a friend who is just funny. Like Joe Tolley would be like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd be getting ready to go somewhere and he'd be like, hey, Sean. Like, yeah. What's up? stupid and funny and but it was great yeah so i really appreciate kai bringing that back because it's one of the good jokes it's it's very good especially yeah. just to lead with it just opens i love it <laughs> okay so was to all the otdm audience and to sean and katie i was so stoked to hear you read my last letter it's kai again the origin of my name kai well it didn't start out that way originally i always get asked where it came from and from my response google that's how he same Google. So let what? me let me explain. Yeah, I'm like, okay, go on. So let's go way back to June of 1994. I was born two pounds four ounces. 
Just a little Kai. Just a baby Kai. Just a little. <laughs> Two pounds, four ounces. Yeah, right? Just a little baby Jesus. Remember like on uh, Talladega Nights, he's like, just a six pound, four ounce little. Just barely can say a word. She's like, why do you have to say baby Jesus? Okay, so he was a very baby Kai. Um, I was born two pounds, four ounces with the original name of Sarah. Surprise! Okay. And was known as such for 22 years. Hated it for so long. At 23, I came out as trans male and changed my name to Kai. There we go. Thank you, Google. I went on a baby name generator and went searching for the perfect name that fit me. Kai came up and I loved it. Kai means water and I'm a cancer sign, so a water sign and I love swimming and can go with the flow. So perfect fit, right? I totally agree. I thought so. So that's my origin story. Hope you have a great week and keep up the great podcast, Kai. What a beautiful name though. Wonderful name. Wonderful story. It's a funny. baby name generator. Is that well, a website that. for that? People do that. What do you just hit and it's like random? You, you know. We'd have to do it. I don't know because like in Vegas, ching, ching, Oh, triple cherries. You know, like it's your name. <laughs> you get. You're gonna be a stripper. I'm sorry. Sorry, That's your, your name's name. Apple. <laughs> no, no, no. Of fortune. That's the one that gets me in Vegas. The progressive oh. machines. Yeah. You know how they're all linked all throughout the city, and uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Slot machines and Wheel I know of what Fortune they are, is like one of the big ones. It's all over Vegas. I've seen. I don't gamble and I don't really pay attention. I don't gamble either. But you know, when you have to walk through the hallways there in Vegas, um, it sounds familiar. I did put a dollar into a Sex and the City game once. Well, there you go. That's probably a progressive as well. Yeah. All these titles, you know. They, Remember, I had that psychiatrist that I knew who, along with doing psychiatry, and he ran a group for children of borderline moms. Yeah. He also created gambling games. See, yeah, he was doing <laughs> casino games, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a little unfair if a psychologist. A psychiatrist. Sorry, a psychiatrist is inventing the gambling machine. You know, like you don't this think is, people are doing that? I mean, you could argue and be like, well, I mean, that's kind of like a conflict you know, of interest. By day, I'm Superman. By, by night, I'm, you know, an evil arch criminal. That's I mean, is what that really evil like. arch criminal? Yeah, he's building a gambling device. It's not a good idea. I don't really agree with it, but I don't, I personally would not want to put my energy into that, but he loves anti-gambling. No, but he loves gambling games himself. Yeah. And so he found it very fascinating. There's a psychology behind everything in the world. So he just applied it to that. And he's actually a really great psychiatrist, like psychiatrist. I almost said psychologist. Yeah. I remember you talked about him a lot. He was super nice. And he did good work. Also, nobody else treats people with BPD in that space. So it was good. Like we had that, we shared that. Okay, that's great, Kai. The, actually, the reason my friend Joanna named her boy, her baby boy Kai is because she's Australian, and her and her husband, they wanted a name to sound good even in her accent. Oh, yeah. And I remember her talking about it, and I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, no, just some names just don't sound good. And she's like, I don't want my family calling me and asking to talk to, you know. Right, right. She's like, actually, your name is one that we thought would sound good. I don't know. But mm. I, so they got Kai and they got Jade. Both cute names. I love it. Great names. Uh-huh. Kai. That's <laughs> our Uncle Kai. That's how his mom used to say his name. Okay. We ready? Yep. Oh, I was going to tell my oh. name. Before we move on, I was going to tell my name story. Did we talk about our name stories? We already did? Yep. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I'm getting old. I forget. Okay. This is from Ben. Ready? Hola, Ben. Hi, hi, hi. More about Texas electricity prices during the storm. I find this fascinating. Yep. If you th- if you guys don't know, um, 
in the month of February, right? Or was it March? I think it was February. It's been a few few weeks now. So not February, long ago. It was when we went up to uh, Washington State. Remember the yeah, storm happened and it 14th. happened Oh, it was a around that time. Later. So yeah, so, February. Third week of February. They had a big storm roll through Texas and freeze a bunch of things and cause electricity prices to spike. And Ben told us like an episode or two ago about why that happened. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it says, hi, Sean and Katie. Hello, hello. I recently heard one of my fellow contributors talk about the price of electricity in Texas. Oh, it wasn't Ben. Gotcha. I thought I would mention a bit to you about why the wholesale prices fluctuate as much as they do. It's a surprisingly complex system. The cost was $1 to run a 60-watt light bulb per hour. Insane. Insane in the membrane. That's unreal. What do you do if you have three light bulbs? Well, it just starts, you know, imagine. What if you have six? It's only going to get worse, Sean. It's only worse. It goes worse from there. Some power plants could make in five days about a fifth of the cost of the entire plant. Well, that just seems wrong. I can't imagine that those prices will really stick in the long run, but it is interesting to say the least. First of all, to set the stage, the price of wholesale electricity is the same regardless of what the cost it is to generate. Okay, so the cost to generate it. So they can lose money or make money. Okay. The price is set by the most expensive electricity provided to provide the needed electricity at that particular moment. What happened in Texas was that there was an insane demand and the margin price was set by an extremely expensive provider who provided only a little electricity. Fixing Explain to me like I'm three. <laughs> okay. So. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, but I was just saying that like. It's getting very complex though, but I understand what's happening. But usually they, they'll set the price to what, what would be kind of like sent what they would think is expensive enough to cover their costs and they can make money and people can also afford it, right? right? It's like a whole system in place. However, when some of them went down, then there was this crazy high demand because a lot of people were without power. And, and some, like, some little electric company was able to set the price? Well, they were just extremely expensive. They're like, you want it, we got it, but it's going to cost, right? <sighs> Fuckers. No regulation in that And they market. only provide a little electricity because they aren't like, mm-hmm. can't, you know. Fixing the system is a challenge to do and still allow uh, to still allow for a free market, right? <clears throat> so thank you, Ben. That's helpful. It says, thank you for all you do. And hopefully this wasn't too technical. You guys are awesome. Nope, we figured it out. Oh, and I did a video on this uh, about this on my channel. No need to read this. Just pointed it out. I did read it because we're going to put the link, the link, link below. So I'm excited can, to watch. If people want to learn more, they can. Because yep. we clearly are not electricians, nor, I mean, Ben is... Is, is intelligent, just like Graham's using words. I don't know. You guys are over our heads. So I'd hope that I explained it to people well enough. Okay. We have a speak pipe. I'm oh, excited. Excellent. Well, thanks for writing that in, Ben. Yes. Um, we'll definitely check out that video. And I am quite interested in how infrastructure works, mm-hmm. uh, especially from area to area. You think, oh, it could never go down. The lights could never go off here. You know, maybe they go off for we half have a day. Here. Yeah. And so I don't understand. I got a question for you, Ben. Maybe you should Uh, watch his video. I do. But (laughs) Ben is, uh, he's in tight with Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk had retweeted him at one point. Oh, yes. I forgot that was his his fame, his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Uh, What I'm curious about is with the electric grid being so weak, Mm -hmm. in California specifically, we have rolling brownouts where the power dips and- Sounds like poop. It's not. But it is pretty shitty. Yeah. (laughs) 
I like it, Katie. But I'm pumped. Staff writers are awesome in this place, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> but I'm wondering what's going to happen when all the electric vehicles, you know, mm. that we're supposed to have by 2030, uh, when they all come online. When yeah, and we already don't have electric systems that work. And we're so dependent on electricity. I know. <laughs> One time, this is last summer. Solar uh, power, baby. Do you? No, it wasn't last summer. It was the summer? No, it was last summer. So we were sitting here, and there was a bit of a fire outside. It wasn't last summer because it wasn't twenty twenty. Two but, summers ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the the telephone pole, not the telephone pole, the power pole. Yeah, it was like one of the what do they call those things on them? They, some some transformer. Yes, some poles have transformers. That's like that metal circular kind of thing hanging from the side, and ours exploded. We don't know what they do, but I think they downsized the current off the off the line. So that when it gets to the building, it's not as hot as what's traveling down the the main. But the some power like lines. it hot. I'm just kidding. Some I actually like don't know hot, what so transformers do. The, I think it transforms the the power. I know, but to I'm a, just saying we don't really know. <laughs> no, we don't. Sean makes things up. I've learned. Anyways, the darn thing caught on fire, <laughs> shot towards our building, and then the pole caught on fire, and it was it was during it the big windstorms when the fires were happening. Remember, uh, Shane? Oh, they yeah. had to book it from yeah. their place. And yeah. Okay, so it was during the fire season, which was. And California was, is just that so was like 2018 choice. then I think, but yeah, it was pretty terrible, and we heard the pop. Yeah, and our, our I think our power went out, and we actually went um, down to visit Jules where she was working at a pub yep. because they had power, but we didn't have power. Yeah, it knocked out the whole block because we were about to make dinner, and we're like, well, although I guess we have gas, and we could have done it there, but who wants to make dinner? Well, <laughs> the thing I'm curious about is they're going to be because this is a, fra- a fragile little electric mm-hmm. system that we have in California. Is someone going to plug in like? The millionth car, and the whole thing goes, goes down. Boom. Oh no, we sold too many cars that are electric. And we're not. <laughs> it's know. electric. Where we? Where are we, <laughs> <laughs> we going to get the power from, Ben? I need papers. I need information. How are we going to solve this? Is it going to be nuclear? Is it going to be solar? Nobody wants nuclear. I kind of want nuclear. Well, remember they had that huge solar field out. So on the way to Palm Springs, you guys from Los Angeles, you drive on this highway, and there's shit tons of wind turbines is that what they call them those big it looks like one of those things you blow as a kid like a little pinwheel but they're white and you it's like fields and fields of them and it's kind of cool looking to be honest so there's a ton of those and then actually i think this was on the way to vegas not palm springs like past palm springs then they had this huge field so you you do those either way we're going towards the desert um we're going east baby all those wind turbines and then there was that huge field filled with solar panels and they all like pushed the light member in towards the it, tower you is guys, a it sodium. looked like a sci-fi film it's pretty cool uh they're just reflective panels that that amplify the sun yeah and it collects it and then reflects it i don't know if it's a parabolic or what it is it but was it, crazy it yeah. looked like laser beam like and a white laser it beam. shoots up to the tower which is some weird sodium uh gas i don't know that is getting heated up and then i think that powers some turbines or i have no idea what's going on i don't know how things work Um, it looks like sauron is you know doing some wizardry it's pretty cool yeah so that was huge and it looked crazy successful to us we were like holy fuck this is like a sci-fi film and there's this huge white laser beam it's laser beam if the apocalypse happens uh, I'm not going to be on team rebuild the earth, by the way. I'm going to be like, well, it used to work. I don't know how, you know, how do we put it back together again? I don't know. I have no idea how we get back. Oh, you have no tools. Is that what you mean? Yeah. If the grid goes down, mm-hmm. not just tools, no comprehension of That's the what power I meant. grid. Like you don't, oh, but anyways, so long story short was that the, that solar panel field that I thought looked like it was crazy successful because it had like a huge white laser beam 
they shut it down because they said it wasn't efficient enough. Like it wasn't making enough money for the cost of the upkeep. And I was like, but it was brand new. It was brand fucking new. So I'm like, I don't know enough, but that doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> yeah. The, the renewable energy system doesn't seem to be so renewable. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we spent billions of dollars putting this field of solar panels together. Right. And that's why the Congress needs to pass another $50 billion to renew that's renewable. Because they flushed the other. Oh, it's they flushed the other down the toilet, so they went to renew again. I get it. I okay. guess I don't know. Okay, we have a speak pipe from Carla. Hello, Carla. Every time I hear Carla, I think of Carla, Carla Tortelli. Tortelli from Cheers. I never knew this, but she you had pointed great out style. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know. I always thought Carla was rough and tough because she talked that way. Well, she's but, rough and tough. But here we are, uh, almost forty years later, and you're telling me that wow, she's very stylish. I like that sweater mm-hmm. and. And you look at it and you're like, she was a, a sassy lady with a bunch of kids, tough mm-hmm. lady in Boston, an Italian gal, mm-hmm. all five foot two, uh, Rhea Perlman yeah. played her. And, mm-hmm. But she had great style. I don't even think she's five foot tall. She's like 4'11". Yeah, because Danny DeVito, is he five? I don't know. Maybe like 5'3". They were married for so long. They I must know. have had funny conversations. They had, I mean. Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman, Sean and Katie go to dinner. <laughs> that would oh be. Oh my God. I was actually surprised that they got divorced and then they got back together. I don't know if they're back together now, but they've been together for so long. They pretty much said that they just will always be because they have kids and stuff too. And like, I don't know, but there was never like this huge separation, even though I don't know if they're really together anymore. But I always think when I think of Carla, I always think of Carla Tortelli and she has great style and Diane does too, but it's definitely a little more like snobby foppish, which is not my style. Yeah. You know, it's a little too buttoned up. And That's like, why she ends up with Frasier. Makes more sense. Yeah. But she really, you know, wants Sam Malone. Okay. Now, I can listen to it. We've got a speak pipe from Kyla. And i got to turn up the, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Okay. Hi, I'm Carla from oh. Portugal. And I sent you an email about ugly Christmas sweaters and old video games. And I actually started streaming on Twitch a few months ago. And through Twitch and through that community, I was able to connect with some Brazilian people and some people from Germany and actually some Canadian. Ah. And I've been playing video games with all of them. And it's amazing how the internet can connect us all um, and make you feel like you're a part of something. And I'm really happy with that because I actually uh, started therapy because of this community. They helped me find help. And it's been really great. Last year was difficult, but it actually uh, brought me some good stuff too. So thank you for all you do and for your videos and podcasts and Keep being you because you're awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. That's awesome. Uh, First of all, her English is amazing. Yeah. I wish I could speak Portuguese, let I alone. Oh, such a beautiful language. Yeah. Bom dias. Is that yeah. a good, good day? Yeah. B-O-M. Uh-huh. Bom. D-I-A-S. I don't know if it's Diaz. Diaz? Don't know. Car- Carla. <laughs> She's going to have to write back. Portuguese is a little rusty. <laughs> Ask uh, Carlos. So. Yeah, you know, no, uh, we have Portuguese people in our family. We do, and they're wonderful. Um, I yeah. 
I love the food. I love the personalities, the gregarious nature. It's a beautiful country. Remember Monica, my old YouTube rep, um, yeah. my partner manager, love her. I still miss her. But she, she's still around, you guys. She's just not my partner manager anymore. But her and her husband went to Portugal and ended up there for some festival. Yeah. Remember, we were talking about it before. Portugal just sounds amazing. Thank you, and Carla. Every Portuguese person that mm -hmm. we talked to uh, through this community and through your community, everyone is just delightful. So I don't know what's going on in Portugal. They're doing Keep something right. I do like to hear that um, social media and technology is, is – I'm hearing the, the positive side of it because we've been talking about this quite a bit behind the scenes with um, – you know, just other creators and how toxic the environment can be. But oftentimes that just over like these dramatic stories that you hear online about uh, people in the creator space. Yeah, just uh, the drama. The drama, it drowns out the good. And to hear that someone is joining communities and meeting people from around the world, I just, I think that's wonderful. And it's a story I needed to be reminded of. So I appreciate that, Carla. No, it is cool because the connectivity, you can never, like it's, you can't compare things to that. Connectivity is so important, especially over covid time right like right. she just started uh playing on twitch and then she gets to talk to other people where normally you have to leave your home and you know and it was there before covid but now more than ever we had to lean on it because we weren't able to connect with people in the way that we used to so thank you carla for sending us a speak pipe and your voice is beautiful and i love your accent immediately when she said hi i'm carla i was like oh, where is she from i'm so excited so thank you and if they're wanting to send speak pipes in, the links are always in the description, correct? Yeah, I'll run it on the screen right now. There you go. If you want to send us a voice. Hey, I, it's like a up. voice memo. That's what yeah. I think of it. Okay. This is from Emily. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bike story, drawstring tools, and grandparents in covered wagons. <laughs> I am so excited for this already. Maybe that's the title of this uh, week's video. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We're always struggling to figure out what do you name it? We talk we, about so many random things. I'm like, you know, because it's not what someone's get. the way YouTube videos work is they tell you label the title as something that I people, called the police. You kicking me out? I'm just kidding. I called the fire department because you're so hot. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah. But um, we're always figuring out what our titles are going to be for the podcast. <laughs> yes, we are. We talk about stupid shit and we're all over the place. Mm -hmm. So how does someone find the podcast? And so then we're just randomly pulling stuff now as titles. And I think that's the best. The silliness. Just You're because looking, it is the silliness. You you come because it's silly. You don't come because you want to hear about a specific thing. You don't come for the smudgeness. There's the smudgeness. Yeah. So this, so, so far we've come up with silly ones on our own, or we've stolen some of your great clickbait titles. Yeah. Lately we've been using mm -hmm. letters from, or so, titles from letters. Cause I, I think that they're those, great. So yeah. Emily, maybe we'll use yours. I love it already. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hi, Katie and Sean. Hello. Howdy do. The tool you were talking about that runs a drawstring through a garment is called a bodkin. A bodkin? B-O-D-K-I-N. It's basically a tiny long... <laughs> this makes sense. It's basically tiny long salad tongs with a ring that slide um, slides toward the grabbing end to fasten to the cord, oh. allowing you to easily push the bodkin through where it needs to go. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's yes. an inventor's tool. That's that something someone's like, hmm. So maybe we should buy ourselves a bodkin. Maybe we get two bodkins. No, we only need one. His and hers. Why would you need your own? Are you going to use it every day? Do no. you really need a bodkin? For every... when people come over for our cocktails or and whatever we're doing. want to borrow a bodkin? No, we just, we leave them out casually like, you know, and then it, we'll know that someone else is part of it. Do you guys see what I have to deal with? 
there, you know, the, the person is sitting there across from us while we're having, I don't know, whatever cocktail and we're talking and we have light jazz playing in the background and quite the story like, you're putting together. My goodness. Is that a bodkin? And why? Yes. And diddly do. I'm moving on. <laughs> None of our friends would ever say that. And also you're being ridiculous. Isn't hers. Just an idea. Go, go wild. I'm not shot. an interior direct, uh, you know, decorator. So sue me. I'm <laughs> hmm. Okay. They're they're like long salad tongs. Yep. Okay. Sean, a couple head of sheep won't be enough to make even one garment. What? How many sheep does it take to make one How garment? How many sheeps to the... <laughs> <laughs> to the t-shirt, no. There's just not much wool there. Wow. Sorry, I'm still blown away by this. You're going to need the rest of the body as well, assuming you plan to make more than one pair of OTDM baby socks. <laughs> <laughs> the head doesn't have that much wool interesting because you said you just shave their heads yeah 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 but you'd have to, have to get do the, the whole body have to do the whole body unless you only want to make one pair of baby socks i i would be one of those people who shorn the sheep funny though i'd, I'd do like leave, <laughs> oh, a leave bikini. them with little circles oh a bikini <laughs> i bet we can look something up and put it on the screen if we can find it i'll try to see if i can find a sheep and bikini cut uh, I wonder photo. if, you know, people do that just as a joke. I know. I I mean, why not? Then you just shear it the rest yeah. of the way. Or like a poodle, you mm -hmm. know, like the big poofs around the ankles. And There's a girl on TikTok. She showed, uh, she said, I, I got my poodle. I gave her a haircut and it's a funny haircut. Like she has a big bouffant <laughs> top. And she goes, and now she won't talk to me. And she's like sitting in the car, like looking out the window of the dog. And she's like touching her. And I say in her name, whatever. Let's say it's like, I don't even know, like uh, Pippa or something. Pippa. Won't look at her. <laughs> like, like dogs are sensitive. Yeah, you, know, she's you like, hurt you, their feelings. Yeah, they're you, your best friend. They are. You got to be nice. Don't yep. make them look silly. Yep. She did not like the haircut. Yeah. No. Okay. Katie, I was tickled to hear your account of your great grandmother traveling through Missouri in a covered wagon. My grandpa traveled from Texas to Missouri in a covered wagon as well when he was five with a cheese box cheese box under his feet. He would probably have been about the same age as your great grandma because they were old enough. Uh, they were old enough when my mom was born that her siblings were already fully adult. Gotcha. Okay. He was born in, I think, 1905, I guess. I know that's like, I think she's like 1903. Maybe our families knew each other on the frontier. Wouldn't that be cool? The world is so small in some ways. If you guys still have any of the crystallized honey, leave those delicious crystals in there. They're delicious mashed up with smooth peanut butter. Oh, oh yes. Or just straight the from the level. spoon. Mm, way better than that runny honey, if you ask me. Runny honey. That's funny. That's a t-shirt. Way better than runny honey. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Because it's a little crunchy. Right. Same with cheese. Sean likes cheese, and I agree. When you cut into it, it's got a little crunch to it. Do you oh, know what I the mean? little cheese crystals. Little cheese, yeah. Is it cheese crystals? Yeah, it's got to so. be something to do with the aging process. Yeah, just a little salty, crunchy. Yeah, the sodium collects and it's little so crystals. Good. So good. Okay, as requested, I have a bike story. Yes. Not mine, but rather one of bikes as an early part of a, of modern women's rights. Ooh, I'm intrigued. When bicycles were the hot new invention. It was the first time women were able to easily get themselves around. Or ride away from a creepy dude. Yeah. <laughs> Faster than the... Fuck you! Know you. What I mean? <laughs> okay. The men hated the women suddenly having all of this newfound freedom. 
Hmm. Their answer was to invent a malady they called bicycle face. <laughs> that sounds like a joke from a film. Like, and then they all caught bicycle face. <laughs> According to the medical community of their day, the strain of keeping a bicycle upright was far too much strain for a woman. Men are so stupid. <laughs> Symptoms. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> you heard me. What a stupid thing to say. Symptoms include the face turning red, the face turning pale, jaw clenching, the eyes bulging, and the ever-classic playground threat of, your face is going to stick like that forever. <gasps> In addition to this definitely existing malady, <laughs> there were also warnings to the women that no matter what their brothers did on their bicycles, it was of the utmost importance that they never ever imitate his attitude. So you couldn't ride a bike like your brother did, like right. popping wheelies and stuff. Like how dare Not you? Not very ladylike. I hate that term, lady. Like I'd be like, that's not very becoming of a man, you fucking idiot. Okay, not you. To jeez, to, to I picked jerk. the wrong fight, didn't I? <laughs> Such illness, a sickness with which I personally am quite down. Wait, what does that mean? It was the utmost importance that they never ever imitate his attitude. Such illness, a sickness with which I personally am quite down. Thanks again for the weekly entertainment. It's one of the highlights of my week. I'm planning soon to answer the call for snail mail written by lefties. Oh, yes. I know all too intimately the struggle of growing up with a hand always stained with ink and graphite, right? Such a disaster. Always so awkward with a pair of scissors. Yes, because it like folds the paper. What? If you try to use scissors, like you should try to use scissors with the left, your left hand. Try to cut something. It like, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Okay. Is it because the scissors are upside down? I think so. And it's like, it's because you're not, it, something's wrong with it. You guys know what I'm talking about. It, there's a Simpsons episode where Ned Flanders opens a store for lefties. I remember, and it doesn't do well because there's not enough people, but and there are items you can a, buy online left for lefties. left-hand emporium or something. I have left-handed scissors. A, a viewer sent them to me years ago. Yeah, and he had that, I just remember that part from it. Uh, mm -hmm. That and Homer, I think, ruined his business, but. Probably. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> that Homer. <laughs> um, that's all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay i know all to okay sorry i'm that always so awkward with a pair of scissors crazy handwriting and an everlasting struggle with the chalkboard right i and my penmanship's already horrible and to write on a chalkboard i have to write like from below oh because i smear it otherwise it's a mess or like up where you don't touch your hand and then it's like it's even more chaotic dry yeah. erase is just the next generation of satan spawn if you ask me <laughs> Too bad I didn't know growing up how easy it truly is to switch hands with a minimum of practice. Oh. Right? Oh, so you had to, she had to learn how to live in, uh, in a right-handed world, basically. Well, we all do. Everything's like, there, what's the, I remember, this is like, okay, guys, this is a funny random story. But back in high school, because I didn't, like my parents, we didn't have a ton of money. Not that we were poor, but like we couldn't afford college. So I applied for like every fucking scholarship that I could. And one of them was from the left-handers of America or something. I was like, I'm left-handed. No way. And so I applied for it. I didn't get it. But I did a bunch of research about left-handers. And it's like. Sorry, we're looking for someone with two left hands. Right. What? Huh? Well, we don't have any money really to give away, but you know. And I don't know what they wanted. I And I, you know, there's how many left-handed people? Anyway. But in the application, you had to like weave in something and I forget, but I had to look up some research about being left-handed because my papa was ambidextrous because he was left-handed, but in his day, they'd force you to use your right hand. So he right. was learned. So he always did everything's both. My dad was left-handed and then I'm left-handed. So there's definitely that genetic component. But anyway, I read somewhere 
this like years ago in like 2000 and what two that like something like 80 percent of items are created for right-handed people with right-handed people in mind without realizing it just because of the sheer number of right-handed people and therefore as a result there's like six deaths a year to left-handers because of They're right-handed right-handed people <laughs> so pissed off 100 <laughs> percent people who make dry erase boards and chalk and, and calligraphy no but it was like because of the machinery and stuff like it's it if you're dominant and that you tend to do things the wrong way and can hurt yourself no kidding yeah oh, serious geez. stuff man serious stuff I don't know why people say it's so much easier for kids to learn things. New skills are so much easier to acquire as an adult, especially something as basic as ambidextry. It's also just a fun word, ambidextry. I love it when I'm snowboarding, riding fiji. Ambidexterity. Sorry, I said it wrong. It's okay. I know I'm what learning. you meant. I'm learning new things. Katie, every seven words I say on this podcast, I fumble. <laughs> don't don't sweat the small stuff is what uh, one of the fans told me one time. And I was oh, like, thanks, thanks, Dad. for the reminder. <laughs> Until next time, Emily. Yeah, it's... It's funny being left-handed because even tying your shoes, everything's a little bit trickier and you have to have someone who understands to do it for you. To oh, like, to teach you. Yeah. Oh. Because like, how do you learn? That's why you end up being like ambidextrous with things. Like um, even with scissors, while I have left-handed scissors because someone so graciously sent them to me, I can use, I use my right hand mostly for scissors because like I said, I'll have you do this afterward. Try to cut with the wrong hand. How about this? I'm going to make a promise work. to the audience right now. Okay. I'm going to walk a mile in your shoes. Mm. Well, 24 hours. I will walk 24 hours in your shoes as a lefty. We don't have that kind of time. You have shit to do. It's going to mess you up. I will do one hour <laughs> as a lefty. I just want you to try to cut paper and try to write with your hand. All right. I will try and cut paper and write with my left hand. And not and like recognize how smeared. I'm going to give you some real inky ink. Because Sean loves those pens that put a shit ton of ink out. And he's always like, I don't know why you don't like these. I'm like, uh, because my whole hand is black when I'm done. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, these are amazing. I'm like, they're horrible <laughs> and I hate them and they're the spawn of Satan. I like to feel like I'm getting my money's worth when I'm using a pen. It's not like some, <laughs> you know, anemic lines coming out, spitting ink. I, I want like a... That's because he's right-handed. Privilege. Your privilege is showing, Sean. <laughs> didn't know we were going to get political about this, but... Uh... I find that to be such a stupid statement, but it's very fun and applicable here. <laughs> okay. I am excited about this. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Lay it on me. This is from David. Redacted. Ah. David Redacted Very says, serious. OTDM Correspondence Census. I know in the past few podcasts, there was talk about trying to create a list of the correspondents who write in. Maybe it's easier as a forum. I made one. Oh. You can do what you want with it, and you can delete it if it's not appropriate. I think it's awesome and i am gonna open it. oh you don't have you don't have google damn it damn it sean you don't have it downloaded what is it maybe i'll open it google in the drive forms? yeah it's a form i have it on my phone but i'm in your phone oh here we go okay i know that okay 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 i'm in it says, oh, timestamp, first name. Oh, okay, it's a form. I will have to look at this because I can't really open it, David Redacted. I apologize. But I don't, maybe it'll open it here. Like, just open it. Open, open, open. Do you guys remember that commercial for Sears? When the late, I think it was Sears or JCPenney, when they have, like, their 24-hour sale, and the women would stand outside the window, and they'd be like, open, open. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> those commercials? No, but oh my you're God. a very good actress. I like that. It just reminded me of it when I said it. JC oh, so people can fill it out. I see. Oh, that's a great idea. So we could like put Collect. the link in the description 
and people can, you know, we're surveying our audience. Yes. Who are you? Where, where do you live? What well, flavor a, ice cream do you it's like? It's the correspondent. So Sue would be like, I'm the science liaison mm-hmm. or science correspondent. Oh, we can ask those questions too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ben not only sent us an email, but sent us a speak pipe. Oh, yeah. Are you ready to hear from Ben? I am. This would be our first time hearing from Ben. Yeah, I don't think we've heard from him on speak pipe before. Okay, I'm ready. Here we go. Hey, Sean. <gasps> this is the voice inside of your head. <laughs> you need more voices inside of your head. Yes, such a great voice. This for is all. Uh, just kidding. This is Ben Pearson. I just want to say thank you guys for everything. You guys are great and um, have a good day. Thanks. I love it. He sounds Canadian to me. The voice inside my head sounds like uh, hey, Ben. Hey, Sean. Yeah. It sounded almost hey, like... Hey, Sean. You know what reminded me of is Peter Marr at first. Ah, that's funny. It kind of sounded like Peter. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I love that voice. So friendly. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Excellent. I love it. I love it. I do I like enjoy to hear the, the voices. Yeah. Yeah. Puts a... Um, more texture to uh, to a letter. Yeah. Know? So I agree. I do agree. Okay. Do we have time for one more story? <laughs> voice in my head. Yeah, Hello. we have time for hey, one more. Sean. Are we hey, one more? Sean. Hey, Sean. <laughs> okay. Just for one more or two more? How long? We can do two if you want. Yeah, because we're going to take out some material. Okay. Okay, moving into the next letter. This is from another Kai. Is this a different Kai? It looks like it's a different Kai. We got two Kai's. Great names, you guys. Great names. Kakai. Okay. Kakai. Okay, this is a, this this is say. Is this Kai two or Kai one? I don't know. Well, in order of today, this is Kai two. Kai two. Kai two. Kai two. Okay. The subject line reads. Yeah. Bike story. I hope you're taking more. We are always taking more. Of course, more. a like good I bicycle said, story. If is. you are listening to an older episode, and you're like, I want to send that in. Fucking send it in, man. Yep. Don't don't wait. Don't hesitate. There is nothing's timely here. We just run on OTDM time. It's very cyclical. It's accurate. Okay. Hello, Katie and Sean. This is my first time writing in, and I'm a bit nervous. Don't be nervous. Oh, We're be very fine. friendly you can here. You're fine. You're ju- don't screw up because we sometimes yell at people who write in. <laughs> or one of those shows. So, Can you imagine? Who would ever write in? Okay. I hope it's okay to continue the bike story train. Of course. I grew up riding bikes, as most kids do, although I was in the burbs of Chicago, so biking for kids mostly consisted of riding our bikes to school on the sidewalk or on the street. Gasp. <laughs> bikes that I had were usually a Christmas present from Target or from the church. Yeah. The whale, oh, from the church, whale of a sale, a big-ass Catholic garage sale. That's awesome. That's like, uh, I mean, that honestly, garage sales and things like that existed before we had like craigslist i mean garage sales still exist but you oh, know what for I mean? sure and you'd always get stuff with character that's mm-hmm. what i do enjoy about a garage sale yeah um because i've i've done uh, my fair share of going through them i love them the summer before i went off to college my aunt gave me her super legit road bike i was so stoked what was it i felt so cool i even bought some bike shorts with the pads in the butt for those long rides that i was sure i was gonna take I don't know. I don't think it says what okay. kind of bike. Well. Uh, maybe Kai can write back and let us know. There were a couple things about this bike that made it feel very different from any other bike I'd ridden. First, the seat was the same height as the handlebars. So I was leaning over a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see them like hunkered down. I always think their low back must be a disaster. Aerodynamic, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Probably the way you drive your legs as well if you're There's got to be some out. reason to it. 
because they do it. So second, the handlebars were less than half the width of my previous bike, making it feel less stable because it turns so easily with the slightest movement. Ooh, sounds dangerous to me already. I get a yellow I'm like, jersey. And I launch myself over the handlebars. Thirdly, this bike had clipless pedals, which surprisingly means that they're made for shoes to clip into. Oh, funny. Yeah, I use them for mountain biking. I know, but I just didn't know it'd call them clipless pedals. Right. Even though you're, it's because your shoes have the clip. Right. But that's weird. Anyway, so I agree with Kai, which is surprisingly means they're made for shoes to clip into. Yeah. My aunt also gave me the shoes that will clip into these clipless pedals. Oh, how nice of her. At first, I rode it around the block with my regular shoes on, which also isn't an easy feat because the pedals only have room for half of the ball of the foot width-wise. It's true. They're these teeny little pedals. Yeah. They're just honestly like made size. to just click into the shoes, so they're not... It's not like your pedal, like your normal block pedal. I decided I was up for the challenge of riding with the special clipless shoes. I also decided that for some reason, it was a good idea to go to the bank at this time through the drive-thru on this new bike. To show off for the bankers. Insert very technical clipless pedal physics. In order to get your shoe into the clip, you have to line it up just right with the pedal and push down. It's almost like clip-ins when they had them on snowboards back in the day. You'd have to like get them in just right yeah. and then push and click. Um, to get your foot out, you have to twist your heel out away from the bike and your foot pops out. Yep. Okay. I was so proud that I had done such a good job with the small intersections I had to cross to get to the bank. I was so focused and hyped. And well, I felt like a damn cool kid. You were super cool. Well, didn't last very long. Oh, I pull around the drive-thru. Thank God I didn't pick the one where you actually talk to the person face-to-face. <laughs> I was one station away from that. Oh, when you get to shove the things in the tube. <laughs> My favorite part. As a kid, I like would always be like, I want to put it in. My mom would be like, okay, you know. You lift up the like acrylic thing and it's like, you hear the air. You know, you shove the tube in. <laughs> based on that being the technology at banks in like the 1960s or yeah. whatever, we really thought we would all be flying around by, in spaceships by now, but yep. it hasn't happened yet. I mean, we're getting there, but... Well, Elon Musk talks about how dangerous that would be. A tube? No, flying cars. Oh, yeah. No, but I mean, just in general, like, uh, really, the technology used to be a lot of fun well, back Jetsons in the day. and then made everything seem fun. Yeah. Like, where's our, our robot that's cleaning our house right now? Right. That's all I want. We have Roomba. We mm. haven't run Roomba in a little while, but that's all Roomba does. Roomba doesn't like dust or wash the bathroom. When it comes to uh, clipless pedals mm -hmm. and a lot of things with bicycles, it's really weird. You become very, um, the form of the bicycle and the human body kind of work become in. what? You're <laughs> robo, robo person. Bicycle man. Uh, no, but, uh, oh. and you have muscle memory of where, like once you have felt where the, the, the pedal and the, uh, the, the shoe uh, meet, like once it clicks once, do it twice, maybe three times, and then you're you're fine. Like you really get this this know how of where it is. One with your pedals. Yeah, and then the bicycle talks to you. <gasps> oh, it's like kick the car. Yeah, it's like hello, Sean. I'll be there in five minutes, Michael. <laughs> that reminds me when you said bike man. You know those Geico commercials of the motors, right? The guys that are half motorcycle, half people. There's a Jack Black um, uh, pilot episode that he did for a TV show, and this is for real. Uh, it was called Heat Vision and Night Jack. And it was much Is this like, on YouTube? Uh, I'm sure you could probably find it there. Heat I'll, Vision and Night Jack. Yeah, and Jack Black is ridiculous. I, I love some, like, mm -hmm. Nacho Libre. It just cracks me up. He's so good. In Heat Vision and Night Jack, he fuses with a motorcycle. And and so then he's, like, part I've man, part motorcycle. Oh, my God. It, and 
Yeah, anyways, it's, it's Jack Black. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. hilarious. I'll, I'll find a link. Hopefully, okay. there's a Hopefully link online. Hopefully, we have it. Put it down here. Jack Black also has his own YouTube channel, which, which have, is amazing. And TikTok. Homeboy's hilarious. Okay, back into our story. Yeah. I'm slowing down. Okay, so remember, we're not at the the line that puts us directly talking face to face with someone from the bank. We're in the tube zone. Okay, slowing down. Thinking about bank things like adults do. Such an adult. And then I find myself slow motion tipping toward the blacktop, helpless. Uh, oh. oh, no, because you like weren't paying attention. Couldn't yeah, you yeah, out. you can't. Oh, no. Yeah, I was super embarrassed and got up as fast as I could, which wasn't very fast. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten to unclip even just one foot. <laughs> oh, no, that's the worst is when you're like caught in something and like the ship's going down. You can't get out of the thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it, like the harder you pull, the worse it gets. One time, Sean Nichols, mm-hmm. Christian Rohner, uh-huh. and myself were driving our motorcycles. We're driving around Orange County. We go for a ride, you know? And we got to, uh, we we're on Newport Boulevard and we had to do basically a 180. We had to flip around. Okay. Uh, a U turn on a motorcycle is not something you want to do from the inside lane. It was. You want more space? Yeah. Is that what the, you mean? The like turning the radius on turn. my bike is pretty bad. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, it's it's horrible, in fact. But <laughs> the other two guys had no problem making the turn and uh, I dropped my bike <gasps> at a traffic light. Oh, no. Trying to get a U turn going. Oh, no. Yeah, because it was a slow. Sp- excuse me, a slow speed turn. And as I dropped it, the boulevard was really busy. Oh, no. Because it's summertime in Newport Beach. Oh, no. And I'm showing off with, I've got a vintage Ducati bike. I thought it was the man. I drop it. Oh, no. And all you hear is the, you know, the engine's going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As I'm picking it back up, there's a couple of assholes, you know, in the boulevard honking and like, hey, buddy, how's it going? (laughs) Why are people such dickwads? (laughs) I know. I'm like... Hey guys, you're you know, like I, I already feel I, this pain. I was so mortified, and I had my helmet on, of course. And you've had a couple of really shitty experiences with your motorcycle. What do you mean? You had that one, and then it was broken, and you had to push it uphill. And some oh. guy gave you a shitty time about that too. He's yeah. like, "How's that Italian bike treating you? It's really reliable, <laughs> huh?" The safest like, motorcycle one can buy is an Italian motorcycle. I think it's actually no motorcycle at all. Well, the a, a close second is the Italian motorcycle <laughs> that breaks all the time. You know, so you don't have to ever ride it. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself a ducati if you don't want to ride it uh, this podcast That's is brought to you by ducati. ducati thank you ducati we'll give you all the good pr that you would ever want okay couldn't get up we fell onto the blacktop super embarrassed got up as fast as i could which wasn't very fast i had forgotten to unclip even just one foot oh shit i completed my bank transaction blushed and flustered and was hyper vigilant on my way home. When I got back home, my mom asked how the ride was, and I tried to downplay my mega fail. <laughs> I could only downplay it so much with scrapes of shame down my leg and elbow. Oh. Yeah, because if you're attached to the bike, yeah. Ooh, I'm so sorry. Got the road rash I'm going so on. I'm so sorry, Kai. Ooh, that is rough. Okay. But that's a sign of a true biker, Kai. Mm-hmm. You know, you got into those clipless. You got some road rash. Got a little road rash. Brag yeah. about it. Like, yeah. Tell that story later and make up a whole different better one okay where you don't fall where like you came up on other people hoodlums on their bike without clip-ins suckers and they bumped you into rocks jesus this is turning into and then you got up and you kicked their ass so then you, <laughs> then you end with you should have seen the other guys wow okay i was 19 um i was a 19 year old who fell off their bike not moving in the bank drive-through 
trying to be a, an adult and shit. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? I bet you everyone else who was in their shitty car or in their shitty office who saw you was like, I wish I was outside bicycling right now. Look at that person having a good time rolling what? around. <laughs> Roll. You're such a smart ass. I'm still not an adult at 24, but I know now to pay attention to my clipless pedals on the long rides that I occasionally take with my padded butt shorts and do all of my banking online. Amen to online banking. Yeah. My mom had laughed at me. Uh, I for it's like years ago when because she was here visiting, and I was like, oh, I just got to swing by the bank because I had to deposit a check or get cash or something like that. And she was like, oh, okay. And she's like, what's what's your bank? And I was like, oh, it's just over there. We'll just pop in. Um, I'll pop over really quick. And she like went to she was opening the door to go in the bank, and I was like, oh, I don't go in the bank, mom. I was like, I'm gonna use the ATM. And she was like, you don't go in the bank. And I was like. No, why would I want to go? I don't want to talk to anybody. I was like, I already signed the check. I just want to put it through the thing. She's like, you're so silly, sis. Why don't you just go in and talk to somebody? It goes faster. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Also, don't want to talk to anybody. Now we go to visit last month and we were depositing a check online, like taking the picture. And she's like, I do that too. She was all proud. And I wanted to, I didn't, but I wanted to be like, see, nobody wants to go to the bank. But don't you miss talking to the bank tellers? Nobody misses that. <laughs> the bank teller probably really doesn't miss it. They're the only like, thing we had to go stand. in back until recently was to get quarters for laundry. But now our laundry has like an, an app you can use. Right, right. Which I think is super cool. And why did that take so long? Like I said, I thought we'd have jetpacks and flying around in space by now. But Remember uh, we tried to fix a, a quarter to the, the stir stick from Starbucks or the plug actually. And try to put it in the machine so that it would read the quarter, but we still get our quarter back because we are cheap as fuck, and I don't want any judgment. <laughs> no, the reason why for we built laundry it, is crazy. The reason why we built the swizzle stick. Somebody did it on Instagram. Yeah, but it was actually to knock free. Like we built it as to knock free a coin if it got stuck. That's that a was, lie. <laughs> I was doing it to rip it off, rip off. Because you're going to stick it to the man. The well, how many times have man? I put quarters and it doesn't even read the quarters? Yeah, they owe us at least at $60. least six dollars. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't think it's that much, but maybe 60. And I couldn't even get it was too thick. They'd already prepared for me. And I tried to file it down and I just had to give up. Okay. And I also, going back to Kai's story, highly recommend padded butt shorts or bike shorts. Padded butt bike shorts. It's a lot. <laughs> I wore um I borrowed Nicole, my old roommate's padded butt things for when we went snowboarding. Right. And I highly recommend it. Makes it. a big difference. Mm-hmm. It did. And I also got the wrist things and that helped too. Okay. I really appreciate your banter and love to listen while I knit. Oh, I love that. I also grew up where interrupting was a normal thing and I appreciate that you two roll with it. I know it was funny because I didn't think about it and people were like, does it bother you? And I was like, what does what bother me? You know? <laughs> that Sean interrupts you all the time. Oh, I didn't notice. What? I interrupt you too. It's not one way. It's just, it's just a conversation. Uh -huh. We're just trying to have a conversation. <clears throat> just tap dancing over here. You know? says, I watch on YouTube because your facial expressions make the podcast even better. Kai from the rad ski town of Bozeman, Montana. No kidding. Bozeman, they Montana. Then. Yeah. Um, we had a friend of our family who is just now at Bozeman for school. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. It is that really where does. UT is? Or is UT in Miss Missoula? I'm not sure. Or UT. U That's University, University of Toronto. Of, I meant Montana. Tennessee? UM. Like Tacoma? University of Montana. Or... Montana, I don't know. What is in Bozeman? I have to look it up. Missoula. No. Sean, that is that doesn't make any sense. Oh, no. I was thinking that was a university. Those are two different towns. Yes. There's two different towns. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, you're right. I just looked up what uni, and it, the Google thinks I want to ask it, what universe are we in? 
Why would... Feel a little dizey. Feel a little dizey. Did we tell them about that? I think uh, we did, and we probably shared it. I hope so. Yeah. It was just so... It's a TikTok. Okay, here we go. What university... Montana State. Okay. So I would assume then, just like in uh, Washington, it's not, you know, like I think Bozeman's a couple hours from Missoula. Missoula's probably montana university and then that's montana state just like okay. in, in washington we have uw university of washington in seattle and then we have washington state university over in i don't know the eastern side which ones are the ducks that's oregon oh how dare you okay ah, ah. So well katie you, we, we've uh we've had another wonderful letter from another wonderful writer yes. um we're almost caught up we have done we only have six letters really left. Look at us. We're so up to date. Should we save them? I think we can do one more and then we call it. Yeah, I mean. I had planned to do one more and I had assessed with my body because I was like, you kind of have to pee. You can hang one more letter. I can handle it. Let's do it. Okay. Shall Without we? further ado. This is from Molly says, what? <laughs> this is fancy tea party. My sister and a celebrity encounter. We Ooh. get so many stories. I am excited. It says, hi, Katie and Sean. First and foremost, you two are awesome. We think you're pretty awesome too, Molly. I love the podcast. Excuse me. I look forward to it every week. I was so excited when Kristoff suggested sibling stories. I have so many as my younger sister supplied me with hilarious tales to last a lifetime. Shout out to your sister. Because that's awesome when you have like a particularly ridiculous sibling that like right. makes all the mistakes and is really goofy or whatever. Also, our stories just happen to be my favorite topic. Perfect. With only 17 months separating us in age, we got into numerous shenanigans, most of them instigated by my sister, Katie. Oh, she's got a great name. I like her already. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely the cautious one of our dynamic duo. I'm always the cautious one, too. I can't help myself. And she is the daredevil. She dare was a daredevil who could easily talk me into just about anything. I always knew it was going to be one of those ideas when Katie would say, come on, you'll love it. <laughs> the first Katie story that I want to share with you is one of our earliest, well-intentioned, ill-executed adventures. Okay. We had to have been four and six years old at the time. Oh, this is like early. Katie was always the climber. I was too. So easily made her way to the top of the closet to retrieve the refreshments we could be serving this, um, that we would be serving this particular day at our fancy tea party. <laughs> My mom was in the kitchen cooking dinner and realized that she hadn't heard a peep. <laughs> That's the funny That's thing. That's the way. Yeah. I mean, we're not parents, but we've been around children enough. If they're too quiet, suspect everything. Quiet is actually bad. You'd rather hear them making noise than you know nothing's bad. Okay. My mom was in the kitchen, realized she hadn't heard a peep from Katie or myself in quite some time, so she came upstairs to investigate. And what did she find? The two of us at our play kitchen table having a tea party at which we had split an entire bottle of Flintstone vitamin. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> they shouldn't make them look like candy right. or taste like candy. After she called poison control and was advised that we needed a hefty dose of dose of Ipecac. I've had to have the Ipecac to make you just grow. the name. Remember, I think I've told the story where I was like super stubborn and my grandma pointed to the bush and was like, don't eat those berries, Katie. They're like his little white berries, which white berries like poison, poison, poison. It just, sound, it just screams poison. I, my little hand, I guess, ran down that branch and pulled all the berries off and popped them in my mouth and swallowed them. Oh, shit. 
like <laughs> no, no, you know, not an ounce of self-preservation. Just like, don't eat the, what? Pop. Try me. Some things will never change, Katie. <laughs> okay, so we got the Ipecac. I had to get the Ipecac too. Only the coolest people have to have Ipecac when they're little. <laughs> we both spent the rest of the evening throwing up our favorite crew from Bedrock. <laughs> 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 I can you imagine? You're like, you got another one. And there's another It's a pebble, you know, or a bam, <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I still get nauseous when I see a bottle of Flintstone vitamins at the drugstore. It's like, it's ruined, you know? Yeah. Forever. That's funny. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. The second Katie story I shall share today is one of my favorites that, and includes, you may have guessed it, from the subject of my letter, a celebrity encounter. This mm. is like a two for one then. A we twofer. asked for celebrity and now, and sibling, and here is both. It's the time that Katie met People Magazine's sexiest man alive. Who is it? Is it Brad Pitt? Pierce Brosnan? I don't know. We were in Las Vegas, and it was Katie's first time visiting Sin City. We were with a group of friends enjoying some cocktails at our favorite bar at the Hard Rock Hotel. I used to love the Hard Rock Hotel. That was like my favorite. We played cards there a couple of times uh, back in the early 2000s, and it was fun. Yeah, super fun. It used to be like kind of a hip joint. Yeah. It, it was hip, but it wasn't too crazy because I never liked like the too intense feeling of Vegas. And that was like rock and roll. Nice. It was pretty. Yeah. The nightclub. It felt was, very hip. They weren't like uh, going to the ghost bar, you know, like yeah. uh, what is that? The Palms? I think we're old, honey. And I'm not sure if that exists anymore, but sure. <laughs> the desert sands. Remember <laughs> you, me, Darlene and the kids. Because <laughs> now it's like excess at Cosmopolitan. That was the last one I knew that was like cool there. Yeah. I don't know. Those places would be too much. The the card rooms were I actually crazy, just like a nice lounge. Exactly. But, you know, I I do also like to dance, so... But I don't like... I cannot dance to... I'd rather... I'd rather not. I'd just... Just let's not. Let's forget that that's a type of quote-unquote music that we pretend to listen to. Oh, my God. Okay. You've been burned. Boom. Roasted. Okay. Back to Katie's... Or not Katie's story. Molly's story about Katie. So it was Katie's first trip to Sin City. We were with a group of friends at the Hard Rock Hotel. Okay, sorry, I'm catching myself up. Katie asked me where the restroom was and then asked the group if anyone else needed to go. You always do that. Since girls typically go to the restroom in groups, it was abnormal that the rest of us declined and decided to stay in our seats. You were comfortable. Katie was gone a little longer than she should have been, so I started getting worried. After all, she is more the, <laughs> the more likely of the two of us to get into trouble. And what better place to get into trouble than fabulous Las Vegas? Or Las Vegas, Nevada. She is correct, though. That it's like, what better place? It wasn't much longer until I saw her walking, almost skipping back to us with a giant grin on her face. Oh, boy, did she have a story for us. When, um, when headed back to the table, she felt someone tap her on the shoulder and then politely ask for a cigarette. She turned around and was face to face with the one and only Shemar Moore. I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, I don't either, uh, but I have to know. look it up. Yeah. I have to look it up because... I'm like, as I saw that coming up in the letter, I'm like, I was expecting I, like a George Clooney or something. You yeah. Know? But no offense. Oh, oh, I know who this is. Very familiar. Who is that dude? I don't she, know. Who he, he was is. on Criminal Minds. Oh, he is yeah. He's very attractive. And he's on SWAT. Shemar Moore. I just didn't know his name. Oh, my God. That's like the time, really quickly. And I might have already said this, but um, we were on 
and now I'm going to blank on his name, but it'll come to me in a second. But my friend Becky and Nina and I and Veronica, all four of us, I think we're on a plane back from Vegas to LA or other way around. But either way, we're on a plane in the in, going to Vegas, coming from Vegas. Um, and we were flying uh, Southwest and Southwest doesn't have like first class or whatever. It's just like ABC, like whatever, you know, you sign up for and get in, you get on the plane. Right. And um, fuck, what was his name? He was in uh, Eight Mile. And Eminem? No, but the other guy, there's like a black guy that's with Eminem. And oh, he's his Mc- buddy. Mackay Pfeiffer. Yes, Mackay awesome. Pfeiffer. He was on the plane. And so Becky notices him first. And Becky is not the most adventurous slash uh, courageous of us. She's like, oh my fucking God. That's Mackay Pfeiffer. And of course, we all like. <gasps> <laughs> and I mean, he knows. He smiles. He's friendly, whatever. And so we get to baggage claim, like we get off the plane and I'm like, I'm going to ask him for a photo. And Becky's like, don't do it. And I'm like, I'm going to regret it if you don't ask for a photo. Whatever. He yeah. was so nice. He's like, did you get the photo you want? We can keep taking them. Ladies have a good time. Be safe. Uh, so we're landing in Vegas. Okay. He was like, be safe out there. Don't let anybody trick you into anything. We're like 21, you know? Right, right. What a nice guy. But yeah. Perfect. Wow. And he asked her for a cigarette. I'm surprised he smokes. Okay. But he's in Vegas. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But your lungs remember. Okay. The first words that she could manage to get out of her mouth were, do you know who you are? <laughs> oh, I, I mean. Oh, shit. <laughs> he laughed and responded that, yes, he, he knew who he was. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> she was in shock and couldn't believe who she had just met. So in true Katie fashion, she asked him for ID. She, she carded him. He was so amused by her reaction that he, without hesitation, reached into his pocket and pulled out his driver's license and credit cards to prove his identity. They chit-chatted for a minute, and he had to be on his way. And as for the cigarette, Katie, still in shock, offered him an entire pack. That's cute. <laughs> he declined, but did accept the one that he had asked for. Of course, I've attached a picture to show everyone the pure look of disbelief, excitement, and awe on her face. The rest of us were so disappointed that we missed our chance to meet him. Katie's report of the encounter, though, that is blah, blah. Katie's report of the encounter was that he was the nicest guy, very polite, and her future husband. I totally understand. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Katie, I lost Katie three and a half years ago at the age of 33. Oh, I miss her every day, but I'm so thankful for the many, many stories and memories that I have. If you want more Katie stories, I'm happy to send them as I have several more recent or several more celebrity encounters and an almost 15 minutes of fame and even a bicycle story. Come on. You'll love it. I love it. Yeah, send send in, in more. Send in. So thank you so much for creating a wonderful community and allowing the OTDM family to share our lives with you and each other. Much love, Molly. Well, Molly. There's uh, their sister. Wow, uh, very cool. Wow, he's so young there. I mean, he's, you know, it's like, oh, wow. Certainly send in more stories about I her sister. I love it. I'd yes. love to hear more. She she sounded uh, like she was a hoot. I mean, yeah, that's... and she gets to live on then in our community where other people can enjoy the fun stories personality that is katie yeah yay that was so cool that's a great story thank you guys so much for sending in your letters and if you don't remember at the beginning i asked for a particular type of story but do we have any other ideas because my particular story at the beginning was that if you misremembered something and flip-flopped the scenario like uh 
Tony did in NCIS or, you know, someone just corrected you and you're like, what? You know, I, I think those are kind of fun. And I'll rack my brain to see if I have any of those. Okay, perfect. Do you think well, you have any of those? We'll have to check with Kim. Oh, <laughs> sure. We'll have to call our I, siblings. I misremember a lot of things, so I'm sure there's... <laughs> it's true, you do, because sometimes I'll tell you, you're like, oh, yeah. Well, PJ and I were just talking the other day about a camping trip when we were in Jasper. And he was like, buddy, because I was, I was telling the story of, you know, I went camping this one time. He goes, man, I was there on the trip. Don't you remember? And then I was like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, you were. (laughs) That's who the other guy in the boat was. Well, like, didn't you tell a story recently on the pod about you and PJ and Chachi and him being scared and having to sleep in the basement? He was like, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, stories from a long time ago, you know? Yeah, I know. It's true. Time time keeps on ticking, ticking into the future. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Please send in your stories to otgmpod at gmail.com. Have a wonderful weekend. Do something fun. Get out. Say hi to people. Be friendly, you know, with a, from a distance so that people don't be scared. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening and watching. If you're new to the podcast, we oh. appreciate you making it all this way. Yes. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you're on there. Yes, give us five stars and share it with your friends. Tell people about it. You have two days. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>